everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman. I'm joined by Bradley Ellis. Hello. Ian Hink. Hi. And Daniel Bloodworth. Hello. Now, this is a very, very special episode of the Easy Allies podcast. We're live. We're live right now on Twitch. Yeah, this feels good. Yeah. Uh, high energy. It's going to sound weird. It's going to look weird. Understand that it, that is because all of this was done in a live fashion. Live. Uh, because it's E3 week, and that's why. Uh, so, in uh, accordance to that, uh, in making this a very special episode, we have very special goals. So, Brad, your goal will be for the person who fills your seat. Whoever fills my seat mm-hmm. needs to do Stone Cold Impressions. Stone Cold Impressions. Okay. <laughs> Ian, what Stone is Cold you? Steve Austin. Impressions. Is you there, were, is there another story? Just make it man? real specific. I know how things go around here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> can I get that written in triplicate? Uh, Ian, what is the, what is your goal for your seat? The person who takes my seat cannot mm. say the word Ubisoft. Oh. oh. <laughs> That's oh, great. It's very, very good. That is, you're playing the game right. That's exactly the kind of thing Brad was talking about. Uh, Bloodworth, what is no, your well, goal? My, mine was similar to Ian's, but not as evil. Uh-huh. But it was, they can't use the word shadow drop. Oh. oh. That's just a fun word to say, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my goal, again, is to not say the word fishy. Fishy. Yeah, it's been. Does that come up a lot? It's been twenty episodes in a row. I have a twenty episode streak of saying the word fishy. Yeah, it's. He even had a goal to not say it, and he still said it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, (laughs) I'm bringing that goal back. I'm gonna try my hardest not to keep that twenty streak alive and. Or is it the person that sits in your seat? Are you gonna swap seats? I'm not swapping seats. (laughs) What word? What word is it? Fishy. Got him. That'd be got hilarious him. if we swapped got Scott him. and Kyle got Ian seat. Got him. And he has to talk about that Ubisoft conference. Yeah, yeah. Like Ubisoft. Yeah. Wouldn't be right. So the fourth <laughs> conference of E3. Uh, this is going to be a... Uh, everyone, if you're just listening to this now, if you pop this in in your car, this episode is going to be a doozy. Just to warn you right now. There's, there's more one. news right now than we have in any other week, any time of the year. There's a lot to cover. We'll try to do it swiftly, but, you know, I just want to prepare you. And we're rotating in eight people. Yes. Well, three more. I'm staying. Yeah. So, uh, yes, at the halfway point at podcast halftime, so we will change the panel. Yeah. As we said, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Great. Uh, there's no Don, no Jones. Rip. Yeah. Oh. No, no Jones. Jones? No Jones. Huber, you knew this. <laughs> We talked about this. I'm Begin sure corrections music, Late please. night after the podcast. He left the company. And corrections music starts now. Okay, so uh, the God of War demo was 10 minutes. Huber vindicated. The person who sent that in was was very apologetic, apologized, just had the math wrong somehow. Yeah, you were right, Huber. Anyone apologize? I accept all apologies. Great. Uh, the actual lyrics are, if you get down on me, I'll get down on you. And the band who sings that is named B44. What? Don't. This is the song you fixed. Crazy episode. Crazy episode. You want to hear what it is? Uh, Pokin DX also introduces 3v3 team battles, online ranked play, and friend only group matches. Uh, so it does add new stuff. Uh, Media Molecule has shown off their dreams editing tools in many streams. People Can Fly owns Bulletstorm. Gearbox simply published yeah, that was a remaster. Good one. It's a good correction, yeah. officially from Bloodworth. Deep correction. What was it? Uh, People Can Fly owns Bulletstorm. Did you say that was a good one to your own correction? 
I didn't make the correction. Oh, oh, I, I was yeah. the one that was Easy involved in the correction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he went in on yeah, the other account. Correction. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, actually, I am a Because we were just like, we were trying to figure out, like, how the heck does that work with EA and everything involved? And, and they just explained it very clearly. Yeah. Uh, Rhino has not yet been confirmed, or probably isn't, won't be confirmed for Spider Man, but Mr. Negative is the villain. Uh, Donkey Kong Country Tropical You're in Freeze re- was released in 2014. I'm Mr. Pod. Positive, baby. Oh. Uh, Gran Turismo is the second best-selling fr- racing franchise. Number one is Mario Kart. Yeah, that was a funny one. Yeah. Finally. Wow. Yeah. What Mario Kart, does that count? Yes, does that it count? counts. That's the thing. Yeah. Does it count? No. It counts. It's a racing, racing game. Racing. Yeah. You come in first, second, yeah. third, it it's a race. On, it depends <laughs> on verbiage, too, because it's like, if you say racing or driving, would you call Mario Kart a driving game? No, you drive it, it's just not a sim. You're racing around a track in a, in a vehicle. Sorry, yeah. GT. Uh, and then finally, LEGO Pirates have guns and corrections music, please. LEGO Pirates. And Perfect. there it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It ended right there. It was perfect. Great. So. All right. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, that was our that's our special live version of the corrections music. Uh, it won't be back. Do you all know my favorite way to start a podcast? Game no? announcement. Game, game, game announcements. announcements. And so, uh, obviously, we're going to be talking about a, a lot of game announcements. We had a couple of those. Yeah. yeah we're going to be talking about game news, console announcements. Here's what I'm how I'm framing this podcast, everyone. I want to talk about what is different from last week to this week. And so we're not going to talk about every press conference in, like, I liked that trailer or they showed something interesting from this. I want, I want to talk about it from a news sense, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the framing is press conferences. Obviously, a lot more things were announced, but this is plainly the just the, the cleanest way to do this. Some things were announced minutes after the press conference. And minutes yeah. before. And I'm yeah. trying to cover all of them. Uh, again, if, you, if I missed something, uh, let us know, I guess. Uh, uh, not maybe the panel. I, I think that'll be overwhelming. Can I just say that's super weird in a way? What is super weird? To announce something after the press conference? No. Like the 2D Metroid? Is yeah, that yeah. yeah. That just seems we- like you have an event where for everyone to tune in and, and you... Blood, you're stealing talking points from the second panel. Right. It's not Ooh. right. Screw those guys. Yeah. <laughs> so- they can't say Ubisoft. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what a bunch of chumps. Let's talk about the first press conference that we saw. It was EA's press conference. Mm. It was on a Saturday for the first time ever. They wanted that Saturday spotlight all to themselves. And I have three bullet points for EA. Mm-hmm. Brutal. Let's start with the... Uh, you know what? I think this is the biggest one. I, I think this is the biggest story. If I was a newspaper editor, I'd say take this one. Uh, Bioware's new IP. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's called Anthem. Yeah. And uh, we got to see it at Microsoft's press conference, but because it's EA's news, let's just talk about it all at once. So, we know what that is now. It's EA's destiny. Yeah. Yeah. What, do we, what kind of impression do we get of Anthem? Well, the first thing is it's... A very uh, easy comparison. Yeah. To Destiny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, this is really like yeah. it, it just it just seems like a different take on Destiny. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you have you have a, a lot of things that you can say are different, but the f- basic framework just feels very very similar. To where, yeah, you 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 group up in a hub world and then you go out on quests together and uh, you have a bunch of different classes to invest in, and it's just how those mechanics all kind of work together are different, but it still seems to have the same, you know, simple concept. Yeah, I mean, what was funny is it was it was rumored, 
Uh, not even rumored, actually. EA talked about this to investors and said, we have, you look, BioWare is working on a new IP. It's going to be like an action-adventure, massively multiplayer game, and that's where we assumed, oh, mm-hmm. they're making, they want Destiny. Yeah. Uh, Ian. Hey. Can this be a Destiny? Can it be a success on that scale? Can EA uh, pull it off with what you saw from Anthem? I think it's got a lot of potential. It looks really cool. I like the third-person uh, perspective. I like that... From everything we can tell, it seems like your mech suit is your class, and you can have access to multiple mech suits, and you can switch at will. And upgrade them as and you want to And upgrade them as, as well. you want to. So, I mean, I think it's like you can max out that crazy, like, floating witch lady uh, if you focus on that, or you could be kind of a jack-of-all-trades, it seems like. And I do think, I mean, Destiny has the ghost that's basically you that talks, but I think that this one, because of the second demo, they talked to us, and then we responded in a female voice... So I think it is kind of that Bioware, like, you make a shepherd and you have a female voice or a male voice and you're a player character going through it, which is different from Destiny a little. Yeah, uh, and, and I, you motioned this. I didn't explain. You actually get to fly, which is pretty cool. Yeah. The environments yeah, yeah. are huge. And dive underwater. And so I should say there are there are some key ways that it is very different from Destiny. Um, and actually, it's first person when you're not in your suit. Yeah, right, it's the opposite of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, we got it. <laughs> They're like, let's stir it up. Yeah. Yo, we got some cricket problems. We do got some cricket problems. We got some, some cricket, major problems, cricket problems. But it's going to get hot. I'm going to let the crickets stay. What okay. if we just, like, just go out there and, like, make some noise for a second? Where? Is it, like, in the It's room? No, it's outside. I, I think it's outside. it adds to the ambiance. It's right here. No. No, it doesn't. See, you just got to go out there. <laughs> you See? You're yeah, just you're hunting just hunting for this cricket, dude. <laughs> Got the cricket to stop. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> the cricket whisperer. But uh, or, uh, let's take this to Brad. I want to talk about my favorite announcement okay. f- from the EA press conference. A game called A Way Out. Yeah. 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 So A Way Out is from Haze Light, which is the studio that uh, Joseph Forrest, uh, the director of Brothers, mm-hmm. he's the writer director of this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's coming out in 2018. Brad, what is this game? What's A Way Out? A Way Out is a, a co-op only game. What? Only. Split screen only. Designed for couch co-op in an era where everything's going to be online multiplayer. This game said, no. Oh. We're doing couch co-op. Whoa. Two characters start in jail. Don't really know how they got there. We'll find out the backstory, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. It does have online, though. It has online. I'm saying, it's but just the, they but made a heavy play. focus. Yes. It has online, but the creator frowns he, upon it. Yes. Even when you play online, it's the Yes, if you play online, right. he will look down yeah, upon split you. split screen. Mm-hmm. Two characters in jail, do a jail break, and we see them out living their crazy lives, and it's really cool because you can see what the other player is doing at the exact same time as you. For instance, they showed a character in a cutscene, mm-hmm. and the other character walking around. Right. Had free control of yeah. the camera while the other one was locked into Same. a cutscene. Hey, who's this chump? Yeah, who's yeah. this chump? Eyeing him from the above as that chump was getting uh, incarcerated. Uh, and I love that the, the split screens aren't always equal. Yes. Mm-hmm. It would seem like the one guy's in cutscene is 16 by 9, there are black bars over here, but it's wide, and then the other guy's vertical slice over here looks very cool. Yes. You know, you kind of convinced that Electronic Arts EA might be able to publish some interesting video games? Absolutely. It looked it, it looked like they were just like, hey, Joseph Fares, you're really passionate, and we liked Brothers. Go. Yeah. And then they, he went. He see, went. This he guy went. had so much passion <laughs> yeah. on stage. Yes. Beautiful, Lord. passionate mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Sold it. Loved uh, it. Finally, uh, Bloodworth, we learned that Battlefront 2 will have free DLC 
the 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 new planets oh, and yeah, the yeah. new heroes will be coming. Um, and you can spend real money on the in-game currency, and that's why those things are free. Mm-hmm. And so, really, I, I want to talk maybe more broadly about that. About uh, big games. This game is going to cost sixty bucks. Having free DLC. I mean, it worked for Titanfall yep. too. Uh, worked for Overwatch. Worked for Splatoon. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so these. It works. Well, Splatoon does not have in-game currency. Right, sure. And so I think that's a huge difference. And ARMS is also having free DLC as well. Uh, but I, yeah, I want to talk about this kind of uh, game design, this kind of, uh, hey, maybe games stay 60 bucks, but the whales lift the rest of us up mm-hmm. by uh, buying shortcuts. Are you cool with that kind of thing? Well, I think it's, yeah, it, it's a better alternative to the traditional map packs that you have for multiplayer games because... Then you just end up splitting all these people up. Yeah. Yep. People that don't have the map packs yeah. have a hard time getting matches because people that do have the map packs, you know, are looking to play on those maps. And then the and then the reverse is true. And then like and then as time goes on and those maps aren't new, then it gets even more muddy. And, and so I think it's just the way it really needs to go. Like if you're going to evolve your game, then like everyone needs to be in step with you. Um, and I think it just makes way more sense. And, and there were games that did it last generation, you know, uh, I think some of the kill zones were that way as well, where everyone everyone is still in there. Hmm. But, uh, but yeah, it's just one of those things that I think that, and, and then what Gears does this weird thing where they like rotate what maps you have. Oh, that's oh, interesting. Huh. That's weird. So like if you have the season pass, mm-hmm. then you have access to all the maps. But if you don't, then there's like a Gears selection what? of maps. It's like Why a MOBA. Gears? I, just, yeah, I exactly. think it's, this is pretty cool in, in a way that this game, Battlefront 1, came out two years ago. And two years later, they say, oh, we have a new idea. And yeah. I think that's because of Titanfall Well, too. they also talked about releasing them as seasons and, and like having like a through line to all of that content. So it all kind of fits together thematically. Yeah. But I mean, so is like Call of Duty. Like this is our new pick. I don't no, know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they still <laughs> have uh, just a bunch of random backs. The crickets <laughs> are no longer afraid of me. They're back. <laughs> they they adapted to humor. Yeah, they have adapted. <laughs> uh, I have a question. Yeah. Do they talk about what these microtransactions will be like? Is it better weapons and stuff like that? Brad, I read a whole interview. It was not clear to me. Oh God. Uh, that basically, makes me in one thing it says in-game currency, and then the other it's you could speed up your progress. And so I'm very confused about what it actually does, what you're actually right. buying. Okay. Uh, it was not clearly explained in the press conference, probably for a good reason. Well, yeah. because these things are ridiculously confusing. Like, in, what Injustice Two has all kinds of different forms of currency, and most of them are not paid. For currency, I think it's intentionally confusing because they're like, "Well, figure out when you buy it." Huber knows. Huber, what are the currencies for Injustice Two? Injustice, there's uh, the coins, and then there are like uh, (laughs) a shards. They're called power crystals. Yes, power Power crystals. Power crystals are for uh, shards are in hots. Yeah, Yeah. for vanity items, and then the the in-game currency is used to buy the chests that earn you gear. Cool. Fantastic. There's like two other ones though too. There's like a re-roll your gear currency, and then another guild currency. And there's four currencies in that game. Four? Oh. But only one of them is real money. You can buy with. Three of them are in-game, or uh, you earn them in-game. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Do they uh, trickle over like in Heroes of the Storm? Kind of. Never mind. It was Dan Patrick, Brad. Mm. Okay. Uh, Microsoft's press conference. Yeah. Followed that one up. Sunday morning, 
good. Again, that's new for Microsoft to do Sunday morning. Um, pretty good, says Brad. But we got to start again, again. We're newspaper editors. We got to start with the biggest headline. If it bleeds, it leads. And boy, does it ever. Xbox One X is the title of Project Scorpio. Pretty dumb. Xbox One X will release November 7th, and it will cost 500 U.S. dollars. Someone someone pointed out to me on Twitter, Yeah. and I'm sure everybody knows this, but if you count X and, and the B of box, the initials for Xbox One X are Xbox. Yeah. But I wouldn't Whoa. do that. Xbox is one word. Yeah. But the B is cat. It's an intercap. It's not an intercap. It's intercap. It's actually not. It's not. Yeah. Are they all caps? <laughs> they're all Life caps in the logo, but writing it out, they're not. Life corrections. God. It's just Yo, a bad. So what if we Look. close that door and open this? One. Okay, I'm give it a shot. I'm okay. Cool with all right. Are they raging about the crickets? <laughs> the, crickets are out of the cricket meta is strong. Look, okay, I just want to say I want to deny that observation. I deny it. I, I deny so it. So much too. quieter. Look at that. Yeah, Goodbye, crickets. We have to talk about five hundred dollars, though. That is one hundred dollars. That's one hundred more dollars than the PlayStation Four Pro. Uh, the crickets love that side of the building. But it's more powerful. Yeah. Yes, it is more powerful. Mm -hmm. uh, was that demonstrated at E3? Was it demonstrated that this thing is a hundred dollars more powerful than the PlayStation Four Pro? Uh, no, I would say not. They're gonna me. let Digital Foundry do that too. It, it's especially <laughs> hard yeah. to decide when you're watching a stream. Yeah, because the quality is not great. Yeah, well, so. and also like the power. To me, uh, this is me speaking as me. Yeah, uh, the power isn't the issue. It's the things I'm gonna play with all that power. And I think they did a decent job of being like, hey, we've got some some exclusive no, no, stuff no, 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 that no. you're gonna. We're not talking play. about the press conference. We're talking about the news. The news is that thing costs five hundred dollars. Right, and I'm saying. Uh huh. They showed they showed fifty dollars worth of exclusives and not a hundred dollars worth of exclusives. We'll get to the exclusives. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think that's kind of the thing. I think they could have made a console that's more powerful than a PS4 Pro and sold that for four hundred dollars. I almost feel like they overdid it and in overdoing it, priced themselves out of a competitive machine. Hubert, would you agree with that? Um, I'm I'm the crazy person that doesn't think that five hundred dollars is a big deal. I okay. predicted five hundred dollars actually. Uh, <laughs> that's like nice. what I thought it was going to cost. Mm -hmm. uh, but which is fair. That's a fair. Yeah. So yeah. you looked at what was in it and you said that's probably going to be five hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean, just, a lot of money. you know, yeah. just uh, you know, considering the time that it's come out after the pro and how much better it's supposed to be, it's like it can't be that close in price. Mm -hmm. um, so and and to me, it's just one of these things. Like, there's there's two sides. Of it. Number one is like. This is a premium product that I'm not going to rush out and buy, and I don't feel like I have to buy right away. Like, this is, like, the future-proofing product. Um, and so I, I think that, also, you know, like, with that, I, I feel the other side of the coin is that Microsoft talked about Xbox original backwards compatibility. Yes. And so For one game. For Crimson Skies was the one yes, demonstrated. But, yep. but they're working on that. Yep. And so I think really... What Microsoft is trying to do, as they said last year with their little tagline, Beyond Generations, is to get all of Xbox games playing on the same platform no matter which version of machine you have, whether you have the S or the original Xbox One or the PC or the Xbox One X, and it will just incrementally get better. So right now, 
you can afford an Xbox One S, but in a couple of years, when the X comes down in price, you get that. Mm. And it's just going to be like this shifting thing, cycle. like the phone cycle. I know, you yeah. and I disagree on this, Blood. I think Xbox One X is the last of the Xbox One line, and you say this is just the beginning. That What you just said is very interesting to me. I, yeah. I actually hadn't thought of it in that way, that consoles could be like phones, where like every couple of years you just get a new one. Yeah, Which or, is crazy. Or, or like I do, a new one's announced. Oh, I'll get the one that the just dropped one. in yeah, price. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. that's I hadn't thought of it like that. That's interesting to me. To me, the title Xbox One X. To me, that's like this is it, and the next console will be called. How do you go beyond another X? PC. You well, no, it's the it's the Xbox. But that's the thing. Even if they call something it something else. different, the way that they to, are engineering all of this, it's still gonna play all of the same games. So it's, right. it's a matter of when do they cut off the older yeah. systems. Right. right. It's, it's when, does, when do we say, I don't want the Xbox One X to be dragging down my Xbox Two games. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that will be the, the determining factor, right? When gaming gets so nuts that the older things literally can't do it anymore. Then that's time but for But I think generation. we'd have to move on to completely different We'd have to have CPU like architecture crazy AI, yeah. yeah, like quantum computing or something. But Whoa. I mean, that happens with phones. That happens with I'm phones where it's that. just like, oh, you yeah. can't play those you games anymore. anymore. That just faded off. <laughs> I think that, that'd probably yeah. be what they do. It is like, you need this or higher to play this. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy to talk about now, but I mean, that's the reality, and that's what that machine is. It's the smallest Xbox ever. Yeah. I want to say... It looks kind of good, yeah. I don't like how it looks. Really? I think it looks boring. Looks like a PS2. Well, it actually no, doesn't PS2 look so much like sick. one in person. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. What kind of PS2 are you talking about? Which PS2? The Slim with the... On the side? The PS2 Slim? No, no not the Slim. No, the, 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 the one big, with the, the fatty. Yeah, not the Slim, on. I guess. Yeah. That thing looks beautiful. Yeah. I didn't this thing looks it looked beautiful. <laughs> I don't know like, what you're talking about. If they about. splashed a little color on this thing, then we'd be talking. But otherwise, it's a tiny black box. It's a tiny black yeah, it's rectangle. Sleek. It's like a stealth bomber. It's like a jet. There's like Mm-mm. you don't want to see it when you throw it. It has beautiful angles. A stealth bomber. I gotta say, I like the mat way better than the stupid shiny first model. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. The first one looked. Compared to the first Xbox One, this thing is glorious. That's so weird. I disagree with you. I I feel like the Xbox One S, when that debuted, we were like, wow, that looks good. You can tell. It looks good. This looks almost like an Xbox One S. It's just a different color. Yeah. Well, kind of. Man. Xbox One S has color variety. This will, too. Yeah, you can put... (laughs) No, no, no. I mean, it has the black and the white. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, this is all just the same. I guess it's just being matte charcoal or whatever. It's it's definitely... And I totally agree with you, listener. I know you're shouting at me. It's not worth talking about the look of a console. It's the least important part. It's the least important part. I have a question. Uh, Was it Damiani who was saying this the other day that the shareholders at Microsoft, some of them are, like, allegedly pushing for consoles to stop? I don't want to talk about those rumors. Okay. Oh, there's it's a rumor. Yeah, I just yeah. didn't know. I didn't know if yeah, these yeah. were like Stop legitimate consoles. Stop those consoles. No, that's just Damiani fear mongering. Ah, uh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> let me talk about some announcements. Uh, you know what? What? I'm the newspaper editor. This As you is, keep saying, this is one of the most exciting game announcements of the last seven days. It was it was announced a little before E3, but it wasn't announced before the last podcast. Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yeah. Yes. Ben, is it Fighters? Is it? Cl- I've heard. We had this we had, we discussion have, on the way. We're on Camp Fighters. On the way. We are going yeah. to Bandai Namco tomorrow. No, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. We're doing. That's exactly what we're doing. We're asking them personally. Yes. Is it Fighters Z or Fighters? It's just gonna be that guy that doesn't know. She's like, man, I'm just 
just working right now. So, right? Okay, man, so they hired me last week. Yeah, I don't, I don't working, know. Man. I don't know. Just say what you want. Uh, Arc System Works is developing this game. Uh, you might know from Guilty Gear, Blaze Blue. Uh, this is a three versus three fighting game. He was off the hook over there. Uh, Chat be- is out of control. <laughs> <laughs> They're killing me. It will be released oh. in early 2018, and it's a Dragon Ball Z fighting it game. Looks, oh, it looks. Oh my so god! It looks. Okay. Mm. It's mm. killing Ben to be on the bench right now. Oh, we have Ben just come up. Yeah, Ben just come up. Okay, Ben wants to say one thing. One thing. One tiny thing. It's 5:52. The booth closes. The Microsoft booth closes in eight minutes. Eight Everything minutes. closes in eight minutes. Yeah. There are guys that are like, "Hey, uh, we, we can't play Dragon Ball Z right now," and they're like, "No, sorry, we're closing. Uh, come back tomorrow. There should be lines for everything but Dragon, or there shouldn't be lines for anything but Dragon Ball." <laughs> <laughs> That's what the Microsoft booth people the, the, said. The Microsoft guy said, yeah. "You don't have to worry about lines for anything yeah. but Dragon." Ball. <laughs> Ben, that's what I, I I looked at my list of all the Xbox announcements and I have to lead with it. I have to lead with that. Because that game looks so good and so perfect. It looks beautiful. Me and Damiani just watched some people play for a little bit. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. We have the technology now to play anime. Uh, I think there's a beta coming out this summer for that. Look out for that. Uh, Yeah. We're playing anime. In the best possible way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, love and care was put into this one. This is not a phoned-in video game. Uh, okay, so maybe I should talk about some bigger scoops. Here's one. Forza 7. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, just, he just disgust. Keeps, he keeps oh. teasing the big scoops. Oh. Big scoops. Wait. Hmm. We're done with... We gotta move. We got you know. It's a two-hour. Podcast. It's a big podcast. Ben, ben. tomorrow, yeah. two hours straight. Look for more coverage yeah. of yeah. Dragon Ball Fighters. On Trap. We'll break down. There are game. literally four <laughs> people. The, the Dragon Ball Fighters. <laughs> Frame Trap special. Every <laughs> Forza Seven. There's a new Forza Blood. I don't know. I don't know my headline for this game. It's like another Forza's here. Uh, October third is coming. I. I no. My headline is. They've it's got Porsche. It's going to be on Xbox One X. Uh, it's going to be ten. It's going to be four K, sixty frames per second. Yeah. That'd be my headline, I guess. Is that fine? Um, sure. I mean, the rest of it's. I. I, I suppose nuts and bolts. I mean, they've got customizable drivers. They've got dynamic weather now. They've got you know the. The clouds actually casting shadows across the cars and stuff. Yeah, but that's not like um, sequel stuff. You're giving you're giving the bare bones. That's dude. like that's like Madden tier. It sounds like yeah. Madden tier. Yeah, I mean the the Porsche thing is is a recent development and it's actually benefiting. I, I was wrong when we actually did our conference reactions. All oh, right, it's actually benefiting like all of the racing games. I, I guess the EA exclusivity finally ended, and so now Porsche is just out there for everyone. They showed it in the oh. crew. Uh, yeah, oh, so it's everyone. but it, you know the thing is is. It, one, one of the things that's funny though about that reveal is they were all so excited about something the audience was not excited for Yeah, and it's so hard to even like talk to them because like the guys on the team that I've talked to were just jazzed they got to reveal a car oh, I know. in the press conference you mean the yeah. Porsche 911 GT 225 Whoa, yeah. you remember it or yeah. is that it just made it might be the 445 <laughs> I think it's the 225 <laughs> Uh, but whatever. Yeah, uh, new Forza is coming out this year. Uh, also announced Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Nice. Yep, yep. Uh, this was there was no even release window attached to this announcement. It looks like a sequel to Ori. Uh, sounds like a sequel to Ori. Uh, but I still think that's worth being excited about. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, well, it's a really talented development team, but as a team, it's kind of bonkers. Why? Because of their size. 
Well, their size and they don't live anywhere near each other. They're like doing really? international, like Dude. sending files back and forth. Cool. Oh yeah, we learned That's that. Neat. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, uh, I hope that eventually they'll. Well, I don't know. I don't want to say it's financially stable. I think that that's the reason they started as they were, and that's why they started that way. Mm -hmm. But also, you live where you want to live. You don't need to One, fly out for I mean, job. like, on the technical side, Unreal and Unity, I don't know what engine they're using, but, they're, like... They were on Unity for... Unity, yeah. They've got, they've got pretty robust collabor collaborative tools built into the engines. Collaborative tools. Uh, next headline I would talk about is that uh, Sea of Thieves and Crackdown 3 are both 2018 games. Sea of Thieves... Just plain 2018, uh, Crackdown 3, spring of 2018. With Terry Crews. With Terry Crews. Wait, uh, that's, see, a, that's was an early 2018? No. Oh, it just said 2018? Yeah, it'll okay. probably be fall of 2018, My frankly. brain inserted early into it. I'd like to take this moment uh, to remind everyone that Crackdown 3 was once supposed to come out in the summer of 2016 as a multiplayer-only version. Oh, yeah. yeah. single-player <laughs> version coming later. As of today, we've still never, since that announcement, seen the multiplayer version, which is the one where you can destroy buildings. Which is, you said they took that out or something? No, it turns out it was always just in the multiplayer mode, oh, never okay. in the single player mode. <laughs> the cloud is too powerful for single player. Yeah, 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 yeah. It would it would ruin it. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, it's weird. Those were pushed to 2018, but I mean, whatever, yeah. that, that happens. Um, <clears throat> Live correction, yeah. Crackdown is November 7th. Oh, yeah, that's, oh that's right. It was with the. Yeah. It's that's the launch true. of the. It's X. on the launch of the X. Are you positive? Yeah. Very yes. positive. I yeah. Probably have no, it I remember. Now that you say now. that, I completely remember that because we were all like, "It's coming out with the machine." So that's really weird. I have it up top, what, November seventh. <laughs> now I believe Sea of Thieves early twenty eighteen. He's checking the notes, Huber. Yeah. He doesn't trust you. <laughs> no, 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 Huber, I trust you. Yeah, I, have I wrote it, it down when it happened. I have it November seventh. Did you write early twenty? And so I think something else is spring of twenty eighteen. Ha! Huh? Sea of Thieves early 2018. Okay. In your face. <laughs> so then, what is what is spring of 2018? What did I even write down instead of what I put? What did I replace Crackdown Three with? Nothing, what? you goof. All right, whatever. <laughs> uh, here's another November seventh game: Super Lucky's Tale. So what's weird about Super Lucky's Tale is that Lucky's Tale is an Oculus game. Is an Oculus exclusive game that came out last year. And now Super Lucky's Tale, uh, Brad has a, a cape for Super Lucky's Tale, is launching on November 7th uh, exclusively on Windows 10 and uh, Xbox, Xbox One X. Uh, X. All Xbox Yeah, devices. it's going to be a yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, No VR. Yeah. Yeah. Which honestly is one of the weird things about this conference because with the partnership with Oculus, mm -hmm. with it showing up at last year's conference... With the Xbox controller being bundled when you buy a headset, yeah. Why isn't all of that power being used to put Oculus on the Xbox and show up PSVR? Um, the deal fell through. There are like big rumors about that. I, too. I saw a headline that One X does is not going to have VR. Yeah. Yeah. But it's going to get Super Lucky's Tale. Yeah, which uh, to me is very clearly designed to be a VR game. I think after that November 7th release, we'll see a VR version of it. Uh, it's just crazy blood because VR Ready was one of the bullet points of Project Scorpio last year. It was one of five bullet really? points. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. They were so excited to talk about how they're making a VR Ready machine. A year later, doesn't do VR, and they don't want to talk about it. Not interested anymore. And I, I don't know if it. that's a business thing. It could be a business thing. Don't it's a business get it. thing. Yeah. Especially um, if they were going to go with Oculus, because there's so much risk that they don't have to take. Yeah, they don't have to. They don't have to produce a headset. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe VR is dead already. Who knows? 
I don't know. Is PSVR it dead? seems to think it's still um, dead. Didn't look no. dead. Didn't look dead in a Sony booth. Yeah. That's a funny comment. Um, okay, here's another game announcement. Uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm. This is a prequel yep. to Life is Strange. It'll be three episodes. The first comes August 31st. Uh, not from Don't Nod. It comes from Deck Nine Games. Oh, oh yeah. I, didn't know I didn't know that detail. Don't Nod is working on a follow-up to the game, and so this prequel is a whole other studio. And here's another weird little twist to this. Uh, the character did they, just, did they use the same writer, or they just did the whole thing? Could not find the writer. I couldn't find okay. it. Again, Don't have to work on something else. Too. You know, obviously, the, I assembled this in yeah. a slapdash manner. Maybe we Van could Van find Van the writer if we oh, yeah. if we tried is that, to. Is that it? Vampires Don't Vampire? Nod as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, here's a weird thing. Uh, Ashley Birch was the voice of Chloe in the first game. She will not be the voice of Chloe in the prequel. Yeah. Because of the writer's strike. Mm-hmm. Oh. Isn't that weird? We actually, in love and respect, I get a lot of submissions. Well, not a lot. But every once in a while, somebody's like, hey, is the writer's strike still on? And I asked Jones, like, is it still on? He's like, yeah. Are you talking Nothing about the voice changed. actor strike? Yeah. 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 Voice Sorry, actor. I said writer's strike yeah. the whole yeah. time. Very, very I? different. Yes. Um, voice <laughs> so actor the way, strike. The part of that, how that probably factors in is that certain games, if they were under production early enough, they're grandfathered in yep. so that they can still have voice actors. So, like, games like Anthem and stuff, they've been working on it long enough yeah. that voice actors are allowed, that are SAG, are allowed to be in it. This came out after that grace period, so Ash is a SAG actress. actor can't be in it. Yeah. And they decided to scab out and, like... You know, do it that way. Yeah, I guess. and I think we're now going to start seeing the effects of that. Yeah, uh, Huber, uh, uh, Resident Evil Two remake. <laughs> Huber, what is happening? Uh, 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 he's like falling apart. Uh, I don't know what's happening. Falling apart. I might have to turn go up. Go outside. No, no, do not. Ch- chat is very funny. Uh, <laughs> chat is out of control. <laughs> Huber, the uh, the original voice actor of Claire. Uh, will not be in Resident Evil Remake ah, 2 again, again because of the writer's strike. It's devastating. Yeah. Because she's in the, the CG movies as well, yep. which are recent. Yep. Uh, you know, I associate Claire with her, so it, it's going to be it's gonna be a little jarring. It's weird. And that sucks that Ashley isn't going to be Chloe as well. It's, yeah. It's not good news. It's not good news. Yo, sign... Come on, video game company. Sign those contracts. They got to sign those contracts. Sign those contracts. Sign those contracts. Give them the respect they deserve. Uh, Metro Exodus. I should have put that oh, one up. That's yeah. a really oh, yeah. Game. That yeah, one looks awesome. That's, uh, that's coming out in 2018. That's for a game. That's a sequel to Metro. Yeah, I didn't Big see deal. it coming. Big deal. I, yeah. I didn't realize they were going to make more. Well, we should have assumed it because it is a successful franchise. Hang on. Is it's the just... mic on over there? Just turn the mic off. Okay, good. Don't um, shake it a shaking salad. Don't even shake it a salad. Everything's falling apart. <laughs> Dude, E3 is the best. E3 is the best. E3 is the best. So here's the thing. Uh, Metro is a successful franchise. Obviously, it would continue. It's just the kind of thing you forget about for a while. Sure. And here it is back. It's coming out in 2018. And uh, it was presented... um, Settle down over there. It was presented as an Xbox One X enhanced game, which is cool. But here's the the weird thing about that whole garbage. The uh, that whole garbage, excuse me. Yeah, the the, the which pa- garbage popping the Xbox One enhanced banner up yeah. the whole press conference. Yeah, they said at the top that all games would be enhanced. <laughs> Just in case you forgot. Yeah, it's a buzzword. They're gonna buzz it. 
Blood, I like the sass, man. <laughs> they said at the top, you're right. E3. Every game is Xbox One enhanced. Just uh, one X enhanced. Just in case that wasn't clear to everybody here, Ian. Yeah. Every game is Xbox every One game. X enhanced. All of them. Yeah. Every single. But game. then, but then, but then hmm. later, he did say these eight games are going to have special patches that are going to make right. them take advantage. So it's like, yeah, yeah, so not extra. every game is yeah. enhanced? Every game What's from now no, on. Some right. Maybe they'll, they'll some all get like more super sampling, but right, like right. They Gears all get of War is getting more, more polygons and shadows. Right, and right, right, right. I mean, yeah. But not, it's, it's just, it's classic murky language. Not all enhancements are equal. There's some... Console launch yeah. exclusive. Console launch exclusive versus console exclusive. It could come out four days before the other console. Dang, do we know Two hours. Do we know what spring of 2018 yet? I feel so weird about that. Definitely something said spring of 2018. Oh, well. Spring? Go yeah. to the notes. I uh, remember early a lot. I don't remember spring. What? So. I feel like yeah, it's very spring. Unusual. Okay. I'm sorry about that, everybody. I'm I might sorry. not have read It might have been in a down. different show. Yeah, I got weird notes here. So anyway, let's talk about uh, Minecraft. Obviously, it's always part of this press conference. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, it's always never really interesting, but here's what's interesting this year is crossplay with PC, Xbox One, iOS. Oh, it's State of Decay 2 is spring 2018. Thank you, There blood. it is. The oh, release on so Kyle's face. Oh, it, it was. It was like a little, like a little um, mole yeah. burrowing into my back. <laughs> and like every time I smack my back, the mole's in a different spot. And like I, we just ripped out that mole. Uh, thank you, blood. Yeah, State of Decay 2. Mole um, the animal or mole like a skin thing? Molding animal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which like is gross visual. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's um, an issue. That's an issue. That's Go a weird. To the ER. That's a weird visual. <laughs> uh, yeah. So okay, those two games are out of 2018, and the one that is making 2018, the big game that they're relying on for this fall is Crackdown Three, uh, which I don't think is up to the task. But anyway, let's talk about Minecraft. It's fun at least. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm not sold that like I'm gonna have fun with it for more than one night exactly, but it was fun. The way to, on the show floor. It's just the way to sell that game is to show that multiplayer mode, show the exploding buildings that we have never seen in a video game before. Show that. That is how you sell the game. And show I'm, Terry Crews more. I'm bummed they didn't sell mm -hmm. it. Terry and Cruise. show Terry Crews more. Terry you Cruise. paid for him. Yeah. Use yeah. him. Show him. <laughs> Utilize Terry Crews. Um, yeah, it's whatever. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Minecraft crossplay. Oh my God. just comes in and they crack up. With PC, Xbox One, Switch is one of those consoles. iOS, Android, and Switch. Yeah, they showed the Switch in the conference. Yeah. Yeah. The Nintendo Switch was visible. In Minecraft world. Yeah. That was crazy. That's pretty crazy. Um, and you know what? Maybe we should just talk about this now. Uh, there's just a, a big console left off that list. Sure. The PlayStation 4. Yeah. Um, oh. It's not the only one. I mean, there are other versions of yeah. Minecraft Ooh, yeah. on other consoles. Oh, yeah. Uh, Xbox 360 and oh. PlayStation 3. Then, you know, they're Wii U. Wii U. Uh, yeah. It's so pronounced anyway, Wii U. But uh, that's that's Sony's decision why it's not on that. They're just like, no. Yep. And we Did they just come or, out and say like, that? Or? Yep. Or Mojang oh. made it. Made the trailer. Oh, Sony said that they were like, don't put us in your thing? Mm -hmm. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, they said that's our policy. Oh, my God. Uh, Jim Ryan, uh, Sony Computer, not Sony Interactive Entertainment Europe, uh, had an interview where he said it's because kids play Minecraft, and we we can't trust, like, Xbox gamers to be playing with our little PlayStation kids. He's had the the weirdest interview. He said that? Yeah. Dude, Whoa. that is... Wait, like, so they're worried about, like, a terms of service language yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of he thing? Didn't, he didn't call Xbox gamers. He said the, the, the entire audience. You know what I mean? We don't uh, know, like, who will be talking to the kids. It was baloney. That is, yeah, that is like, 100% baloney. That is a weird legal yeah, yeah. question, Ever. but, yeah. The, the truth is, Sony... 
is in a position where they think they don't need the other platforms. Yeah. yeah. And that's mm-hmm. the truth. And it, it's a weird position Which to be in. Which is a bubble that may burst. It's a bubble that might burst. They seem to be so this against that before on. They were like, yeah, we'll do crossplay with PC before earlier in their life. They, they now do, they're like, no. No, no, no. So the thing is, they do do crossplay with PC. They're yeah. cool with that. You can play Rocket on, League Sony. with your PC I thought you friends. were for the players. They just hate the Xbox, is what the, is the truth of that. They just hate it they so much. They hate the Xbox. It's time they to bury the hatchet. Bury the hatchet. It's all the same crap. Is it really going to hurt you? Uh, you know might. what? I think those it are could. all my headlines for the Microsoft press conference. Cool. I think we can move okay. on from that one. What? What's up? Sea of Thieves is great, and I'm very excited. Yes. Okay. Well said. Early 2018. Yeah. yeah. See you there. Also... I know this. We're not in this portion because we're in the first half. But Mario Odyssey is October, and I'm very excited. Yeah, you can say that. Okay. Because yeah, you wouldn't get to. Otherwise. I don't get to. I'm very excited about that. Cool. Bethesda had a press conference. Did they ever? And that was Sunday night, 9 p.m. Had to wait for the sun to set mm-hmm. because they had an outdoor press conference right. for no apparent reason. For no reason. Really served as no benefit to the press conference itself. They had a stage for no reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, absolutely <laughs> well, no reason. Apparently, according to Jones, they had all this other stuff there for the live audience that okay. the stream was not privy to. Whatever. It was like Sugar Ray there? Like, why? <laughs> why Wasn't Sugar Wasn't Blink-182 there last year? Because it's a good live band. Um, <laughs> Jimmy's Chicken Shit. <laughs> It was a short press conference. It was less than an hour. I think it was less than 45 minutes, frankly. Um, yeah. here we, here's what we got here. I'll start. I, I guess this is probably the biggest one. Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, uh, coming October 27th. Whoa, biggest one? I'm a newspaper editor. I got to be frank. Come on, man. I'm going with sales. I'm going with sales, baby. I, I I'm going tried, with hard Duber, numbers. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going with hard numbers. Uh, I tried to back you up. Do your best. Yes. <laughs> We'll get there, Hebert. Uh, so Wolfenstein 2, what do we say about this game? Is, is it uh, different enough? Does it feel like a sequel? Does it feel like a game that can uh, oh, it definitely feels surprise different. It, it feels like yeah, a sequel yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels very sequel. Someone who's played yeah. through the first game. I mean, I, I mean honestly, it, it's kind of both. Like, it feels different and it's a sequel. Great. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. it, it definitely has those callbacks to the what a previous sequel should game. Do. Yeah, yeah, it's what a sequel should do. It's what a yeah. she sequel should be. These are nice things yeah. to say about the yeah. game. And yeah. throws you some curveballs. I was very impressed with what I saw. Mm-hmm. What'd you see? Uh, I saw like uh, we're, seems like we're going to new areas, which much more populated areas instead of just worn, torn areas. I'd say mm-hmm. like ratty prisons. It definitely got a graphical upgrade, a lot compared to the first one. Sure, I think that's fair because it was on last. Uh, it was on PS3 and Xbox 360 also. Mm. Oh whoa, Brad! Yes. I didn't even remember that. Yes. Wow. Okay. And they're really hammering home the storytelling. Yeah. Which is like one of that game's biggest strengths, and what people like Hubert. It's one thing he really loves about that game. Yeah. I like a well-acted cutscene, and I, I think it's we well got It's well-acted. That. That's yeah. what I was going to say. The side and characters And it uses comedy really good. good, I felt like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is interesting for a game of that nature to yeah. implement comedy. And it has weird but... cartoon drugs. Oh, that yeah. was so cool. Somehow that, was, uh, that was the spider monster. That was what they ended the with. Yeah. And it looked really good. Yeah. Little tease, I played two today. A lot of comedy. Ooh. Was it good? Good comedy. Okay. But you and hate Huber comedy. hates comedy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when it's comedy something. involved, when comedy involves killing Nazis, I'm in. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a specific niche <laughs> comedy genre. <laughs> the other game announced at the Bethesda press conference, a little dinky game, The Evil Within 2. Yeah, baby. Coming in again this year, October 13th, 2017. October is awesome. October is stacked. Mm. Awesome. 
October is Vin Diesel. I'm scared. It's scary. Yeah. I'm scared. Pamela yeah. Anderson. <laughs> October October is Pamela Anderson. So sexy, dude. Um, Was that show on UPN? What? Stacked? Wait, that's a show? Yeah. And it's starring Pamela Anderson? Pamela Anderson? NBC, yeah. And it's like UPN. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of... I don't know. It might have been Fox or who knows. But like, yeah, it was a show called Stay Short Lived. <laughs> ben is freaking out. <laughs> oh my gosh. The Evil Within 2 is a direct sequel to The Evil Within. Oh man. We're done here. <laughs> it's stylistically provocative, I would say. I, I would say this. Provocative? That's yeah. a headline. Especially if you're allergic yeah. to milk. <laughs> Yes. Why, why would you say that? Like what does that mean? <laughs> but yeah, I got, a, I got an upset stomach. Look at that. I, I didn't see the trailer. What do you mean by that? They're just like the key art. They're, yeah, they're, yeah they showed Sebastian. White goop. Covered in, white in, goop, yeah. in this white stuff and these like claws coming and like, like pulling him down into the milk. You know. Yeah, how do you All make... the Frighteners. What's a good way to make a, a sequel to a scary game? Get weirder. And did it get weirder? Did oh, yeah. It oh, it got seemed weird, to. Yeah. From what I saw. Mm-hmm. Got, it got spookier. Crazy camera monster. That's what I like, is it didn't play up uh, the over-the-top action elements of The Evil Within. It definitely went for the, the like, scary, freaky stuff, is what yeah. we saw Psychological in stuff, yeah. yeah. What I like, Mental damage. What I like that you see a lot in game trailers, uh, the, the PT concept trailer is maybe the best for this, but that game video games can do well that I think translates to the end product really well is that kind of like weird perspective shifting like simulation of insanity where like things change and you like you're looking this way and then you look that way and it's completely different than what you just walked through that kind of mm-hmm. stuff a door flies across the hallway and then there's a staircase there stuff like that this mm-hmm. trailer did a lot of that kind of stuff i'm excited to see the sequel budget too yes we always talk about this spread your wings yeah bethesda like believes in this now mm-hmm. um not directed by shinji mikami is that confirmed I met the director today personally. Okay. Oh, he directed okay. the DLC. So oh. it was a director? Oh, so you, yes, confident. It was the director of the DLC, is now the director of Evil Within 2. Yes. Uh, yes. Cool. Kyle, also, I don't think you've seen the gameplay trailer. There's like a two minute long gameplay trailer. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, we haven't. I haven't seen that either. Oh, my God. Great. Incredible. So, Evil Within 2 had a good showing this week, impressed. Yes. yes. Cool. Yeah. And that comes out this year, but that's just good at that. They're good at it. Here, yeah, they here's the announcement. Do that, yeah. This is when it's coming out. Pretty cool to do. There's another headline that I totally forgot about until this conversation. It's going to go in front of the other two game announcements. And it's the Bethesda creator, and I forget the last Creation word. Creation Club. Creation, Creation Club. Club. Yeah. Uh, where you make mods and people buy them. People buy credits mm-hmm. to that buy can mods. be used right. for mods. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't buy those. It's different. Or you can't make those. You you and I can't make the thing. Right, you right. have to be like a qualified oh, creator, yeah. a qualified yeah, yeah, yeah. Bethesda, you can and then, be a, and then Bethesda a, developers like you they make say they really, work with them, but then they they're probably just like checking them. Yes, if we make some really really good mods that everyone likes. Then Bethesda will sell those for you. Yes, yeah, and uh, the mods aren't every single mod. Like oh, I can jump ten feet high now. They're mostly the mods are, and this is why we shouldn't call them paid mods necessarily, but they totally are. Uh, it's like DLC. It's like I got a new backpack now, and I got new a new weapon. Like, yeah, exactly. It's things like that. Uh, do the do the do the people creating this content get any cut of it? I'm sure they kickback? do. Yeah, they, they get a little kickback. They better. Gotta, yeah. They Otherwise, gotta. that's really messed up. Yes, yeah. that'd be terrible. Uh, yeah. Is it still a little messed up? Uh, the paid mods is a thing that Bethesda tried. It blew back in their faces because it was not. And now they just renamed it. Do you think this is renaming it, Blood? 
I don't know what the difference is. They added it's credits. Hard if to they see explained it, it way. maybe yeah. we would know what the difference is. No, they they added credits. They added credits. That's it, and they changed the name. Look, nobody's buying mods. They're buying credits. <laughs> it's not yeah, real it's money. It's credits. <laughs> it's it's one of those things where it's like that's that's not the issue. Yeah. that's not why people were upset. <laughs> well, what's the big deal? Yeah. You're not buying mods. Okay, You're buying so, things to buy mods okay, with. Oh, all right, so you'll buy some crystals with your credits, and then right. the crystals will buy the mods. Right. I'm like, no, no, no. Uh, that is what they now. <laughs> it's the same. It's so hard to make that a positive announcement. I don't know why Bethesda keeps trying. There's some... I think because they think they can crack it. I think they, I think they truly believe there's something good there. Because they have a game that has one of the biggest modding communities, probably. Yeah. And they're like, how yeah. can we make and they're, money? And they're able to keep selling that game over and over and yeah. over and over again. So they say, why not charge for this, too? I'm trying to find a way in which they're not completely selfish. I'm trying to find some spin uh, on that. But Maybe uh, someone that so works hard. super hard on it, spend a lot of time, they can get some reward for yeah. it. Yeah. The, the two upsides I can conceive of is that, that, mm-hmm. that you can reward better creators... So that you get eventually you get better creations, and then uh, the other side of that is that yeah, like they can QC it better, and then the quality of mods would rise overall. But uh, rise, rise. <laughs> uh, Dishonored: Death of the Outsider Whoa. is a standalone, standalone DLC again coming this year, September fifteenth, two thousand seventeen. Yeah. Oh, wait, uh, is it only downloadable for sure? No, it's, uh, it has a boxed copy, right, I heard. Standalone yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, standalone. so it's not a standalone Excellent. DLC. It's just a standalone game. I'm sorry for yeah. calling it DLC. You're right. It's an expansion. Uh, it's expansion is the word I mean. Yeah, exactly. Tiny sequel? Right. It's Tiny, a baby Tiny sequel. sequel, yeah. Baby sequel. Yep. Uh, that's a pretty unique announcement, I guess. Uh, I don't mind this trend. Again, Uncharted is doing this yeah. Lost Legacy. Yeah. I love this trend. Standalone DLC is cool. Again, I gotta stop calling it DLC. Standalone expansions are cool, I think. Dishonor makes good DLC, too. Yep. Um, with this, with this expansion though, I wonder. Watching that trailer, I had no idea what was happening. As someone who hasn't played Dishonored, you 2, won't understand it. Yeah. Is, is there a reason to make it standalone then? If you have no enjoyment of this, of this, if you I haven't th- played Dishonored, I think. Two? I mean, I'll use the example of me with Last of Us Left Behind, which mm. I love. Mm. I adore it, and you know, I'm not a huge fan of the other of the full game. You know, so I think that these kinds of things are great ways to get people yeah. in if they want a bite-sized experience that's like a little mm-hmm. different. Yeah. It's not I think expensive. it's great. Yeah. It's genius. I love it. I yeah. think uh, yeah. A re- yeah, another really good example is uh, Infamous First Light. Yep. Yeah. Love you know, that it's, too. It's, Never played yeah, Infamous. Again, so just a wow. smaller, <laughs> smaller version of that game with a different character and those powers and yeah, it gives you a taste for what that is at a lower price and if you want to get the big one, yeah. then you get the it's big there. one. If, if you got you filled, then yeah. Mm, Blood Dragon. Blood Dragon. Wolfenstein, oh, yep. yeah, your blood, yeah. Standalone's cool. Uh, you're right. I played the standalone for Wolfenstein. Didn't play the actual game. We all did it. Yeah, it's cool. See, it works. Yeah, you're they right. They got twenty. They didn't get sixty out of you. They got Not twenty me. out of you. I always play the other games first. <laughs> <laughs> Brad's better than all of us. Yeah. Get that full context. That's right. One final game announcement. <laughs> uh, I, maybe this doesn't count as a game announcement because Doom VR was announced last year. Oh, but yeah. now we have VFR. A, or something now like we have Doom VFR, which is its own game. It's not yeah. Doom in VR. Yeah. It's its own special game. It has to be. Uh, yeah. It costs $30. You're right. It has 30? to be. I, yeah. I, I, I didn't know that. I kind of wish they l- just went for it. 
and just try to put Doom in VR just as it is. Because it would just, destroy your mind. And just see what happens. Everyone would vomit. Yeah, yeah I want to yeah. see that. Because yeah, yeah. you, you couldn't do the teleportation movement in the real game, I don't think. No, you can't. No. And so that's a, it is it is like you see in a lot of VR games, you kind of select a point you want to teleport to, and yeah. then you do that. And yeah. is Which how I that think game is works. a smart move, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, man, that could have been crazy. Hmm. I want to I want I want to try it. I might, maybe it's worth mentioning that Fallout VR is entirely it's just yeah. Yeah, it's Fallout, just Fallout VR Fallout VR like so much more relaxing compared to Doom. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the Doom difference. is like max stimulation at all times. Yeah, <laughs> and Fallout's like minimum stimulation. Yeah, you're just like that. <laughs> oh, okay. I, they didn't have vats in the in the trailer for the Fallout VR. I, I don't wonder if you don't well, have vats. Mm, Do they could. show the aiming better? I couldn't remember the aiming. Or no, which it? one was it where the aiming looked kind of squirrely? That was, I mean, that was Doom, Skyrim sure. VR. Uh, wait, you're oh, yeah, Skyrim yeah. was it, Everything looked like you were aiming too far to the left. Yeah. Wait, did like, they have Skyrim uh, VR? Not, not here at, P, at P, oh. PS4. Hey guys, has tweeted this. Cyberpunk! Dude, I saw a guy wearing that shirt today. New shirt for Keeley. Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. I don't think that's a scoop, guys. I really don't think that's a scoop. A Look, Keeley's shirt for Jeff Keeley. off the presses. Jeff Keeley has a cool t-shirt. Look, yeah. <laughs> Reggie Fils-Aimé hey, name drop A lot of Keeley people drop, shadow drop stuff with their shirts. Yeah, Bridges. That's true. It's the new Bridges. hot thing to do. There's precedent for that. Is your mic on? <laughs> Crash yes. Bandicoot. Okay. You're Great. turning but the I'll... mic on when you speak? Great, Damian. Love it. No, I'm not. Proud of you. Just don't shake that salad. Only when... <laughs> <laughs> I will do it right now. Do not step. Please don't shake it. So, Pam, we're actually we're out, of, we're out of stuff to talk about from those first cool. three press conferences. I want to do something kind of fun before you go, though. Okay. Uh, yeah. Did we lose Ben, though? Ben's we... outside. Ben's yeah, okay. outside. We'll call. We'll, we'll summon him back in. Uh, let's do highlights, lowlights of E3. Of oh. E3 press conference. Mm. Can, can we... Does it have to stay within this? No, not at all. I guess it would anyway. Okay. Ian, go ahead. What you got? I mean, Bethesda is highlight. No, low light. Oh. <laughs> yep. Why is Bethesda low light? What do you mean by that? Because cause, uh, they had two things that mattered. Yeah. And those could have made two other press conferences better. And you could have not had a press mm. conference at all. Like put oh so if you saw Wolfenstein and Microsoft yeah put Evil Within two and Sony put the same exact demo in Microsoft mm -hmm. it would have been amazing yeah and like you would have saved yourself a bunch of money on a stage you didn't need also next year if you're gonna do it just do just do it direct you went to the stage twice mm -hmm. ugh it means something to be on a stage I don't it think means it does something yeah you you there's you know it's it's status. Yeah. If you're up on a stage, people are looking up at you. Yeah. That's a feeling. Eh. Sometimes those feelings eh. are worth investing in. But like the people Bethesda, at home aren't. Bethesda so. looks like a bigger deal. <laughs> when Bethesda puts on a stage show in the, when, in the night sky. I mean, I think what you said, Blood, I think you said this, that yeah. they're just keeping the precedent alive because next oh, year no, when they have something. Yeah, whoever said that. Well, next year when they actually have something to say. The, the precedent of having a press conference. I think they had a lot to say. It was, 40, it was short. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Evil Within 2 is amazing. Yeah. And Wolfenstein 2 looks really cool. Mm hmm But you could have said that in other press conferences. I have plenty of other notes for their press conference. I wouldn't say don't do it, you know? Yeah, I just... They did plenty of other stuff wrong. What's your highlight? Beyond Good and Evil 2, baby. Oh, okay, nice. We'll get there. Nice. That's a good tease. That's a good tease. You said, for... I, could, you said I could go outside of our three? Yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> Ubisoft was the best press conference. Yep. In my opinion. 
Good tease for the second half of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Brad, what's your highlight in low light? Uh, I got two highlights. I'm breaking the rules. Okay, two highlights. Okay. Forget about low lights. Number one, mm-hmm. Evil Within 2. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's back, baby. It's back, baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. Number two, right in front of the mic, Shadow Colossus Remake. Oh. Out of nowhere. Boom. One of my favorite PS2 games. Okay, remake. I'm in. Cool. They said it is. Yeah, they did. Monster Hunter World also looks cool. Uh, low light is for me it was one I no figured... no you don't get a low light because you did two highlights you just said okay you didn't say I didn't get that before I said two, okay to your two highlights yeah and you didn't say it, you, but you don't get this I thought it was implied and no, then you said what? no low light it's not you crazy man ladies and gentlemen ultimate about to come up go ahead Brad when I found out Skull and Bones was just a pirate PvP with ships instead of just a full blown pirate that's a good tease too that's a good tease I'm so amazed that that bothers you that much why we'll get there we'll get there we'll do why does that amaze you what it's not a bad thing. I'm just like, I don't know. Game looks cool. To we'll me. dig in. Uh, Daniel Bloodworth, highlight in the low It was $20. Um, Would you be all right with it then? For an hour. If the DLC yeah. if the DLC was free. If yeah. it was $60 with no, free DLC. No, no, I wouldn't play no. that long. I would not play that That long. is a $20 game. With some minor microtransactions. Look, you can buy the currency. <laughs> oh, it's God. not going to... Look, you can get everything for free if you waste weeks of your time. Yeah. But uh, you can buy shards. For free. For... Uh, <laughs> Daniel Bloodworth, what is your highlight and low light? Um, Before we say goodnight to this beautiful audience for the rest of the podcast, <laughs> that was um, strangely phrased. Well, my yeah. yeah, my low light. I'll go a little bit even more. I'll go more specific. My low light was Bethesda Land. Yeah, the framing device of the Bethesda Pacing press conference. Nightmare. Yeah, it just they they just kind of put these interstitials in here with this animation, and they zoomed in on different parts of the animation. With voiceover between all of their different trailers. And I would say not particularly good animation. Right. It I, wasn't like high production value. They didn't yeah. do anything funny on the stage like Sony did. It was just this little thing that just came in between and slowed everything down. Yeah. It's a bummer because I like it in theory. Me too. Sure. Yeah. You could the do execution that well. was You could pull great. that off well, I think. You could have themed your press conference that way without cutting to it between every couple of trailers. Yeah. Sure. What's you your highlight? You put it in a carnival. What's your Real highlight? Life. Um, I'm gonna say that Super Mario Odyssey trailer, like as a trailer, that is super fun. We're just looking at this thing, mm-hmm. looking at this grass, and like we already mm-hmm. saw Xenoblade. What is this? Yeah, a dinosaur. A dinosaur yeah. comes T-Rex. out. Just kidding. And we're just like, what? Possessing right. things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good oh. highlight. That's a very good highlight. Keeping that mechanic under wraps mm-hmm. for that kind of reveal. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can I tell you about quick cars that you have? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, with Luke Arnold. Oh, oh. do y'all oh. hear that sound? Oh, oh no, Brad, I'm so that story was gonna be so good, but I. Oh. Oh. Luke's gonna be upset. It sounds like it's. Brad, you better get it out quickly. You still uh, have time, I think. When you... Skull and Bones was shown, he's you... like, he sent me a message. He goes, "This looks cool. Oh. Let's let's play it." Then he Quick, five minutes Brad. later, he goes, "Oh wait, never mind. Let's not play it." <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. The sound. It sounds like it's podcast halftime. Special sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of June. iKeyless. Need a new car key or remote? iKeyless.com has been a new replacement business since 2002. Check them out today and they can help save you up to 75% off of the dealership's prices. Get their chuckles. Type in offer code Easy. Oh, that's right. 15% off of your order. El Fanis. Iron Harvest. A real-time strategy game for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Currently in development at Game Art Games. 
join their community and help them bring the alternate reality of 1920 plus to life. Richard Smuts, who you can follow at Thoraxis. Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure developed by Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. Michael Kozachenko, who you can follow at Mishikos. Sweet Justice, a sound design company from England that focuses on audio for game cinematics and trailers. They're also heavily involved in sound design and sound implementation for games. They've worked on Battlefield, Mirror's Edge, Call of Duty, Injustice 2, and a load of indies. You can see and hear their work at www.sweetjustice.audio. El Fanis, Mango. Hogue Law, business law firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Rick Hogue started Hogue Law to bring more than a decade of experience to companies like yours and is proud to support the allies. Check them out at www.hoguelaw.com. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Now, we're back. Uh, looks like I got a stall for a second. So, uh, Michael Huber has joined the desk. Michael Damiani on his way over. Here's what we'll do. Remind me the goals of each seat. Oh, thanks for having me. Oh, yep. yep. Your goal for is to give us a, a Stone Cold Steve Austin impression. Yeah. Uh, I can't say Ubisoft. Yep. The person who takes Ian's seat cannot say Ubisoft. And the last person in Bloodworth's seat... Come like, off of your hyped about E3. Give me a hell yeah. <laughs> yes. Give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Is that all you got? Hell yeah. Uh, Bloodworth, what was your goal? Uh, they can't say Shadow Drop. Okay, and Damiani, you may not say Shadow Drop. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. No, what there's was, no... We're live, baby. There's no time. I didn't hear I'm just happy to be on this What's podcast. Don't say Shadow <laughs> Not the whole time. You can check it's out. so good that no, you're saying You can check out my podcast. Don't say what word? Shadow drop. Shadow drop. Shadow drop. Shadow drop. Oh my wow. god. Okay. Oh, that's over. Breaking the rules down there. You can also check out my podcast. School Austin. Stone Gold Podcast. Check out Stone Gold Broken Skull Ranch. It's my other joke. Well, Shadow Drop, whenever he damn pleases. Steve Austin, what's your beer? What's your beer called? I'm drinking water right now. Okay, everyone. It is now time. No, no, stop that. All right. It's time to talk about the Ubisoft press conference. Uh, this Ooh. happened a Monday morning. Is that correct? Is that it, how this Monday, worked? Monday morning. Monday, Monday like afternoon. afternoon. Yeah, yeah. It was is, Monday afternoon. Uh, is today? Tuesday. Today's yeah. Tuesday. Yes. Yeah, Ben. It's it's on. Yes. This week's been unreal, dude. That wasn't a we're joke. Yeah, that really wasn't a joke. Yeah, I tell you, we're in July. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Stormblood. Uh, I'm newspaper Too editor late. again. I believe you. We knew this was coming for weeks. Sorry. We knew this was coming for yes. weeks. Uh, but it's still an announcement. It's still a game announcement. It's something that was announced at E3. It's Assassin's Creed Origins, which well, we knew. They can never keep a secret. Yeah, we knew the protagonist. We knew it was going to be in Egypt. We knew basically everything we could expect from this game. And then I think what was revealed at E3 was basically everything we could have expected. Giant Snake. You're right. I did not we expect not a giant snake. Giant snake. I did not snake, expect baby. a giant was, snake. Giant they snake? kept that under wraps. Uh. Did Ubisoft present uh, an evolution in Assassin's Creed? Did they ex present a reason for taking the game off for a year? Right out of the gate, no. no. I think all of those minor details need to be played to mm -hmm. to be. Uh, you need to feel that, you know. And what they showed 
I didn't feel it. Assassin's Creed Origins feels like a good yearly installment. Yeah. Ben, that's how I felt. When that was yeah. game was demonstrated, it was like, oh, this looks like it was a sequel from another game that was last year. And yeah. I I don't think those expectations would be in place if they had not said, we're going to take a year off. We're going to mm-hmm. figure this out. Yeah. Yes. It just, I mean, it's hard because Huber, Huber is like this, this aura that makes me question my own opinions on Assassin's Creed. <laughs> but uh, it it looked like more of the same mm-hmm. in, a, in a really disappointing way. I think yeah. I get to play it tomorrow. Okay. So look forward to impressions. Yeah. But I think I feel like news wise it kind of flopped. It's just kind of well, remember too they did the they, they didn't they didn't help themselves when they cut to the side panel on the monitor, the off camera, like you can expect yeah. to see more Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed <laughs> after the show. Actually, and it was yeah. like it's, that didn't help it. It's worth mentioning it was debuted in the Microsoft press conference mm-hmm. where we did get some gameplay, but the first gameplay we saw during Ubisoft's yeah. press conference was off-screen. It was a camera shooting a television screen that was blown out. The strangest decision. Very I have a question for you, Kyle. Yep. Uh, I feel like with Call of Duty, mm-hmm. with a certain large portion of the video game audience, yeah. that's a series that has been going on for so long that, that certain people are so sick of that I think no matter what they do, Oh, no, not, not no matter what they do, almost no matter what they do, you're going to have people that don't like it because it exists. Do you think Assassin's Creed is suffering that fate at all? No. I think it's bringing it upon itself. Okay. I think Assassin's I, Creed... I agree with you. I think Assassin's Creed had the potential to really impress people this year, and it didn't do anything to do that. Here's how I look at it, though. Hmm. Call of Duty, standalone entries, Assassin's Creed, the next episode in the season of the TV show I'm watching. Gotta see, gotta watch that episode. It's some, I've seen all these episodes. It's some watch TV show with no plan. Is that rationalization though? It's some TV show. But I show enjoy with the me. show that I'm watching, all and right. I enjoy this, this. I enjoy every entry of Assassin's Creed that I play. The uh, release date for that is October 27th. Were, I don't expect that to stand. I don't, we, I don't think that's coming out October 27th. Whoa. Yep. When we were at Mod Pizza, we were talking about Assassin's Creed yeah. and the yeah. ones that I have not played, and you yeah. told me that you could just completely skip the only one that Assassin's can, Creed yeah. Unity because it has no narrative yeah. consequence. You, if you told me yeah. I could skip an entire season yeah. of a television show, I would yeah. question that it, entire it, television show. No, 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 no. no. You, can, you can skip some Twin Peaks. Yeah, there's some filler. No, 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 you can skip some, but an entire season? Okay, no, no. It's, it's Unity, filler, Unity is an episode. But a, but an it's entire... A, it's a filler episode. Filler arc. Okay. All right. Yeah. Damiani, tell me about the crew, too. That was announced this year with the crew too um yeah i love the crew it's about it's a game it's a, so i remember correctly it's a game where i'm like racing with my crew friends across the country there's some brother drama in yeah it. so is this like a sequel to that or like is it, does the story continue i didn't play the crew one so <laughs> wait i think in this one you play as the other brother it's his perspective no okay <laughs> The no, other you're, no, you're, 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 you have no idea what happened to the crew. You're, you're, you can't play with the other brother. You're totally confusing Dave's car with the crew. Damiani, the crew 2 is a game in which you can race planes, boats. No, I know what you can race, but I don't know anything about the story. No, no, wait, can you, the audience doesn't know, though, so let's explain it to so them. Let's explain the plot. I don't know the plot. Oh, the, the plot. Damiani, the, plot. the entire plot is you're some guy who's the best motorsport driver, pilot, Anything with the a motor. The king of all motorsports. He's the king. He's the best at every single thing you could possibly race in. Is there anybody that sits down with a copy of the Crew <laughs> 2 and goes, I play for the plot? Yeah. Okay. Ben, there are going to be people who are so into being the king of motorsports. 
Do you know what I mean? That, that's what that's the game they sold. That's the game yeah. that was sold to us. Is is we want you to feel powerful. We want you to feel good. And some people buy into that, baby. But don't they buy into it when the message isn't completely obvious? You can only say king so many times before you go, <laughs> well, now it's lame. It reminds me of uh, those uh, those ads that were like, play with me, my lord. Right. Uh, like mm. Everdale or something. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of that. It's just like, you can be the king of everything. Like, oh, I want to play. Click, click, click. Kyle, I feel like you're going to be something. I didn't say the word yet, right? You did not. Okay. You're doing great. All right. All right. Thank you. Shout drop. Yeah. Stop that. You're disrespecting uh, well, Bloodworth when you do that. Bossman. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, assume, I assume you did it on purpose. Is your mic on? Yes. Uh, there's a lot of concern that you skipped the PC conference entirely. Yeah. Do you just want to say something? Whoa! Whoa! There was the, some really good game show. BM. Not games shown. This isn't this isn't a press conference recap. This is news recap. And what we have is a remaster of Age of Empires. Yeah. You know I don't do remasters. What about Tunic? Tunic looked great. Tunic was already announced. It was already a game. Yeah, but the name changed. That's news. The title of this game changed to Tunic. It was called, what was it called? Something Legend? We also skipped Devolver, which is a news item that was bonkers. That's not a news item. To me, that's not a news item. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I like yeah, it. there was a PC gaming show. It was very well produced. It was very informational. There was a lot of good things to see of games that were previously announced. As news-making items, I wouldn't put them in the podcast regularly, and especially in a podcast where I have two hours and we're going to go over. I don't know. I don't know what you want from me there. Kyle. Uh, the remaster is a big deal. It is That's a huge deal that that game got a remaster, Age of Empires. Cool. Also, Ooblets looks super cute. Ooblets previously Ooblets. announced. Uh, go ahead, man. No, I... You've done you've done an amazing job You're of keeping this great. general on. We we I I derailed it over there. I apologize. Yeah, well, that should not have happened. Yeah. Chat, we don't do a live. Chat no, raises chat raises a good point. That, the that was disrespectful. 2, the XCOM 2 expansion big deal. It's not standalone, sure. But yeah, there's an Xbox XCOM 2 expansion. Um <laughs> There's three bad guys you're going to fight many times. They evolve as you fight them. Uh, All right, Kyle. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Like, really? Like, that's news? Here we go. XCOM 2 expansion. We talked about three other expansions. XCOM 2 is like goatee material. What other expansions did we talk about? The standalone one and what else? Uh, All the dumb DLC BS for Battlefront. Okay. Uh, No. Uh, So, uh... Skull and Bones was announced. And we did talk about it. We teased it a little bit with Brad. Uh, Skull and Bones was introduced as an offshoot of a previous game that we've we've developed here at Ubisoft. And uh, we're excited. We get the CG trailer, and we see pirates mm. on a pirate ship. And they're having a battle. And, and my first impulse is, oh, they made it. They made Assassin's Creed 3? Four. Four. Black, they made, they made well, th- well the, the ships were first in 3. Yeah, but 4 is the pirate four game. Is four, yes. They made Assassin's Creed 4, yes. but I don't have to worry about being an assassin and going in the Animus and having this obvious good and evil sides of the Brotherhood and all mm-hmm. that. Like, it was like, oh, all that baggage is gone. It's just a cool pirate game. Yeah, right. And then as the demonstration unfurled, we learned mm-hmm. that this is strictly a multiplayer pirate game where it's just yeah. a bunch of pirate ships shooting at each other. Sea of Thieves, so, is that all multiplayer as well? Um, okay, so yep. Uh, just, just for comparison's sake. Yeah, good, good point. Can, people can compare these two games. This is this is a multiplayer game in which you don't leave your boat. You, in <laughs> fact, are basically a boat. Yeah. You control a boat. We all got uh, excited, shit. if you remember, about the boarding part. We're like, yes. okay, finally, yes. we're seeing the hand-to-hand combat, and there was just that one action where, like... It's a cutscene. You watch a little we cutscene like, of, of your people Uh-oh. boarding the so other pirate just ship. battles. The most fun thing to do is a pirate. Do you think a lot of that is attributed to the line, this is spun off from a, one of our most well 
well-known series. Yeah. Like, wanna... Do you think if they didn't have that line, mm-hmm. this would have gone over? It was rumored as well. It was rumored they were doing sure. a pirate game just based. But let's on say you don't Creed know about that rumor. Yeah. Then I wouldn't have those expectations. Okay. I, I I really had a lot of expectations of what that pirate game would be like, mm-hmm. and didn't meet those. Yeah. What's up? Yeah, I just want to bring that up. That you know the the. Naval battles in Black Flag were so well received, mm-hmm. uh, and then you know they they continued that with Rogue, and then when they got rid of them, there was a vocal audience saying, "We want naval battles, like we want ships, we love that combat, we love it, we love it, we love it." So I think this is seriously a direct answer to those cries for that, and and I think it's a cool game. I think it's I think it's first and foremost for them, yeah, and it's also trying to appeal to new. Players it is well. it mm-hmm. is interesting to me though that we live in a time where we were excited about Skull and Bones because we said to ourselves this is a game where we have adventure this is a game that will maybe be a more serious Sea of Thieves yeah and then just the idea of multiplayer says to us subconsciously oh that doesn't exist anymore that's interesting right yeah uh, actually in love and respect uh, there was an interesting comparison drawn to uh, For Honor. Which was when it was introduced, multiplayer only. We didn't even know about that story. And then a year later, we got this cool story mode and everything. It's potentially there. Yeah. They didn't, I don't think they've ruled out the possibility of multiplayer yet. Uh, They're testing the waters, no pun intended. Seriously. Single player. I'm sorry, what blood? Multiplayer or single player? You know what I mean. You know absolutely what I mean. Uh, (laughs) Right now, it is a multiplayer only game. We don't know if there will be single player. and so that's where that game stands. Interesting announcements. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it wasn't completely what we wanted. That's 2018. I think it'll come. I think the it'll come. Too, by the way, this year, I think. I missed, I don't have the release date for that, but I think that's coming out this year. I think, I think the Fall. general consensus was Fall. where's the. Sorry? Uh, Skull and Bones? The Crew 2. Oh. Skull and Bones is Fall 2018. Great. Uh, I think the cry was for a single player with Skull and Bones. I think it'll come now. I think they're going to see, you know, people. You think so? Yeah. yeah. I really do. But when it comes now, does that mean it is, hey, this is a primarily multiplayer game and here's a throwaway single player, right? I mean, For Honor's campaign was really cool and that's that's a primary multiplayer yeah, game. Definitely. So yeah. I think something just just to say, hey, we have a campaign, like we were listening, we heard you. Yeah, there's something cool. to do yeah. in this game if you don't want to play multiplayer. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay, before you move on, can I, just, can I ask seriously? Yeah. Would the price of this game affect... Because yes. I'm actually very surprised how against this game everyone seems yes no i don't think against that's that's the weird thing yeah. about it i'm not against it's just it's not just, what you want right it's just not what you want that's a different thing yeah. yeah you had a whole expectation you had a whole dream of a, being a cool pirate and it does not fully allow you to do that it's hard it's hard for me to call it a pirate game mm-hmm. it's a naval battle game uh-huh and you know? to me like we've got sea of thieves so that's fine mm-hmm yeah, uh, so here's a big game. I, I should have led with this, but it, it's the least solid game. It's the, the You can't grab onto this game. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 was shown, was announced at this press conference. Uh, Damiani, Beyond Good and Evil 2, we've been hearing about this game for a long time. Yeah, rumors have been yeah. going on forever about this game. So how'd they finally reveal it? How'd they finally reveal Beyond Good and Evil 2? Uh, a very incredible CG cinematic Mm-hmm. That felt like I was watching a movie. Whoa. But it was really well done. Mm-hmm. Like Whoa. I like it was funny. I like the dialogue. I like the character the oh, character like types Jade in there. Jade from the first game? Wait, what? Jade no. from the first game. Oh, who is who is in this? Apparently it's a it's a prequel and Jade is not in it. Whoa. So it's before Jade's time. So who's in this? The what's the I'm forgetting the pig's name now. Uh Paige. Paige, thank 
Are you sure? P.E.J., my okay. favorite character from the first game. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, right, sorry. Um, Is yeah, he in this? It opens with that, a scene with him. Like, no, like, no, it's no, not, it's no. Not, the, it's the, not. The characters you love from yeah. Beyond Good and Evil are, are not, not in this trailer. So that's not him? Say. No. no. It's a different one now. What? Yeah. Okay. That was like Yang Zhu or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I... Totally That's what I think about point. this time here. Yeah. And the other character, the the gorilla guy, that's M- not Knox. an old like that's not from anything. No, no. Wow. no. So every single characters. character in this was brand like yeah. not associated with the original. Yeah. Okay. I thought there were some ties in there. No. Nah. Yes, uh don't read believe everything you read on Twitter. Oh so. Twitter. Twitter blew it but again. But besides that, besides my uh, not e- non-expertise in the lore, well, of you know what's Beyond fair is we saw Talking Pig, and that's how we knew for sure it was Beyond Good right. Evil. That it, was it. Yeah. That was the yeah. 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 That's fair. So but that okay. was a good scene. Yeah. Like the trick. He's what like, happened? What was they're the doing scene? an exchange. Yeah. So they're like, uh, I don't know who. What There's a talking said. chimp and a talking yeah. pig. These two. Yeah. These two anamorphic characters just talking to each other. <laughs> yeah. Doing this shady deal. <laughs> a shady deal. The guy's yeah. enjoying his food with his crew <laughs> behind him. The pig guy. Yeah. The gorilla guy is just like, all right, I got it. It's like it was like Temple of Doom. It really was. I've got, I've got like it, it was really the exchange. Yeah. Yeah. For the the little idol or whatever. A little golden and, idol. And he goes the diamonds. He tries yeah. to give him the coin. Like, the diamonds, loud. The deal yeah. is for the chain. Yeah. Yeah. And but uh, if I recall correctly, there was something a little fishy about this, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he, he has his idol. He's so happy. And he starts to inspect it, but like you notice the 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 girl that was like. Before he's able to touch, he goes, uh-uh, let's, I got to get out of here. I got a yeah. date. Yeah, he yeah, goes, yeah. you've got a date. Ha, 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 that's funny. And, then, like, he buys time. And what are you then... pointing at me for? You said fishy. Oh, I did it again. Yeah. Oh, gosh it darn it. Oh. But that's so 21 gl- now. It was such a Black great exchange. Jack. It was a Black fake. Jack, baby. Bought him time to escape. Mm-hmm. Does this incredible thing with this, like, claw shot thing. Just goes through the roof. Yes. Gets action. Into space. So action now. First we had the laughs. And now we have the action. the escape scene. The yes. police are coming after yes. them. Great dialogue and stuff. Police like, in police cars? No, flying. <laughs> yes. Vehicles. Flying airships. And it's like... <laughs> Future, like great futuristic, like yes. I don't, know, I don't want to say it's like quite like a fifth element, but like it's, yep. it's just, l- alike. Yes. Yes. yes, and I loved everything I saw about yes. that. I loved that world, mm-hmm. and then they get finally evade the police. Tonal they, shift. They they just somber, just kind of like journey through these different like scenic yes. like places that were great. Mm-hmm. They come back and rendezvous with some like ship. They're like, oh, we got this thing. Now we know where we're going, and that's not just. What? Nothing. Go ahead. Oh, I yeah, I skipped some stuff, didn't I? No, it's fine. No, no, no. I like doing a breakdown of the trailer. Obviously, we won't do that for every trailer we that saw. that happened on there. Uh-huh. The character that had, like, jade eyes, or green eyes, who's not jade, stood up, like, when they saw some, like, little pillar thing show up. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going. And in the... Th- the scene where they go in, like through the clouds into the atmosphere with a huge futuristic and they warp away, and it's like, are we going to other planets or is space travel? Like, yeah. what is this game? Like, yeah. there are so many different concepts in that game mm-hmm. presented through yeah. the CG stuff. It's just like, where are we? Like, all of them were amazing, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, nothing was shown off gameplay wise. Although everyone says there was a though, split second of that, it, and yeah. that's what I appreciate. You know, that split second. That split second, like, th- they couldn't do that with Metroid. That's not a slam against Metroid, yeah. of course, but, like, Metroid was just like, hey, we're making it, we acknowledge you, yeah. 10 out of 10, love that. 
But this was like, hey, we we have something. It like, was more than a split second. It was it was, yeah. it was showing the the chimp character flying around a building, but it all looked bad. It looked like, oh, this game is rough right now. Yeah. And they yeah. said they want to get feedback from people. Because so they opened a beta, it's, it's right? It's like, yeah, it felt like it was the early access phase of a game. It's yeah, like, not even a beta. It, it's an alpha at best. It's like, right? Yeah, we want yeah. your feedback, so we know what direction to take the game. So it's very early, but it's clear. They're greenlighting it. They're greenlighting it. They're mm-hmm. getting, they would not put the money into that awesome CG that trailer, trailer yeah. if they didn't believe that like this can become a real thing. And the emotion on everybody involved yes. when they were finally able to talk about it. Tears in his eyes. Tears in his eyes. Who I think it made was, the first one is he's back. He's, you can tell like yeah. it's like they were like so thankful that like yes we will not let you down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was all all positive vibes from that. Positive vibes, but very little to latch on to and probably very little for the next two to three years. <clears throat> so, here's one that you can really latch on to. Oh, great. A game that, to me, looked generic when it was first revealed. It looked like a space game. You, know, you fly some spaceships in space. Big whoop. I've done that a lot. I've explored space in video games. And then, oh. the camera cuts to hands holding a switch controller and attached to that switch controller is a little toy spaceship <laughs> and this is a game in which with that little toy spaceship attached to your controller they also showed it with it showed it with an xbox one also showed it with a ps4 controller you can rearrange parts of this little plastic spaceship and that correlates to things that are happening inside of the game's spaceship the reason i'm most excited for yeah for this game yeah is Brandon Jones. Yep. Uh, I want to see Brandon Jones make a show about finding the meta mm-hmm. in this game. <laughs> He's not about the meta, yeah. though. He's about the aesthetics. He's about, yeah. like, yeah. making the coolest making looking spaceship. Coolest, yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, that's, that's coming cool. in 2018. It's called Starlink Battle for Atlas, and that's a Toys to Life game from Ubisoft. We thought Toys for Life were dead. Yeah. They're going heavy on this one. Ben, what's your comment on this? Do you know what I love about this game? No. Is because the people that were making it, yeah. this never happened to them. Nobody who was unassociated with the project came in and said, Why is it so big? <laughs> Why oh. are you making... The, yeah, I didn't you, explain I can't, that. So, Ben, how big is the spaceship? I didn't even explain no, you that. Look, how big you is look it? At it? You see this game, and yeah. then you're like, Oh, it's a <laughs> life game. And then you yeah. look at the image, and it's an entire spaceship eating the controller. Yeah. Yeah. And what I love about it is no one came in and says, what are you doing? That's not cool. Yeah. That's not sleek. Mm-hmm. That's not an efficient use of space. Yeah. That never happened. They never had that moment to doubt themselves. Yeah. They're just sitting here thinking about how awesome their yes. fat spaceships are. Someone, That's what's cool about this game. Someone yes. walked into the room, and, and somebody's like hunched over working on it. I was like, what are you working on? He's like, no, come on, man. Don't, not yet. It's not ready yet. Right. It's like, show me, show me exposes it and the other person just says dude yes oh. that's it that's yeah. what this is mm-hmm. exactly that's it can i play with it yeah, no. <laughs> yeah dude let me make one yeah yeah can we put another gun on <laughs> yes yeah. yeah video games yeah sometimes it can be great uh transference vr game uh i didn't write down too much for this one because not too much to say mm-hmm. uh not coming out this year uh, seems like a scaled-back VR effort uh, as a whole from Ubisoft. Not a lot of VR announcements. I hope this game comes out, Kyle. Yeah. There's always there's always those games that are announced at E3. Mm-hmm. Unsolved Misty 3s. Check it out. Yep. Old Game Trailers video. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's a good point. It's good. Uh, there's good always... Job, You're on the ball. There's always those, those games that come out yeah. and are just never mentioned again. Yep. Uh, something about this one kind of concerns me. Like, it could just never sure. happen. So uh, I Elijah, really hope... Elijah Wood's studio 
video was attached to this. Yeah. Uh, it's just, oh. yeah. Um, busy. He's a busy man. Uh, uh, and yeah, it's, it's basically about transferring your mind into somebody else's mind's memories. And the memories can't hurt you, but obviously they can is what was implied. What if it's like a two-player thing where I like put my nightmares in it and then you play it and experience my nightmares? What are your nightmares? Games not coming out. It's just Shenmue 3 and you keep walking and you never reach it. <laughs> he wakes up in a cold sweat. <laughs> Huber, I would take your dreams. I think that's a, that would be a powerful thing to do in a friendship is like cool. take the burden of your friend's nightmares. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Games not coming out. I don't know. <laughs> Next was the Sony press conference. Uh, Saturday, Sunday night. What? What's up? Oh, we're only talking about news. I'm sorry, we're not talking about every game. Yeah, why? What, what do you mind? Did I miss a? Did I miss he a juicy headline? Wait, Park. just want to give a shout out. You want to talk about South Park? Shout out South Park. Wait, you're doing Ubisoft, <laughs> no, right? Comedy. You were done. What's up? Did, did you not mention? I think it's newsworthy that Mario plus Rabbids actually looks yeah, good. Yeah, did we not talk about I that? I totally forgot that was an actual announcement. Right, oh my gosh, right. Kyle, you had one job. Up, again, up until then, we we knew it right. existed. We had seen it everything from this project. Dude, nice a good Johnny leak. In? We talked about it so much, it's okay. It officially announced Mario right. plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, a Switch game, a crossover between the universes of Mario and those of the Raving Rabbids, and this is a strategy game. Cal, do you like Rabbids? Love Rabbids. Okay. We've covered this. Okay, I I almost forget because because sometimes I don't know if you're kidding or you're, or you're serious. Like, so I was wondering if you didn't like rabbits because I know how like into this game you are. So. Yeah, because I don't rabbits. really know anything about rabbits, but yeah. Huber, all you need to know awesome. is Wah! that's yeah. it. Like that's that's <laughs> rabbids, all you need minions, to know about rabbits. Similar. That's the depth of the lore. Okay. Right there, are it's you like, in or out? Okay. I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. exactly. You know if you're in or out at that point. <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, and and I think what was surprising about this E3, about uh, the presentation of Mario plus Rabbids, who, people don't like the Rabbids, I acknowledge that. They're not well-liked uh, by those in our generation, I suppose. They sold games because kids like Rabbids. Uh, they had a Nickelodeon show at one point. Wait, really? Yeah. Whoa. And again, they still never spoke gotta, on that show. Mm. Just, ah! Okay, uh, that... Uh, How much of that show did you watch? Zero episodes. Zero or yeah. like point five. I saw an episode. Oh, oh. we have a scoop. Is the mic on? Oh, is is that mic on? Pretty bad, dude. Uh huh. But yeah, it was exactly that. Them just like solving stuff without saying anything. Is there any? So is there no narrative to the show? I don't remember them speaking at all. Just been like, mm, mm, mm. and like another one going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. That's about it. Right. <laughs> that was all a right. really good rabbit impression. That was some good rabbit yeah. stuff. Yeah. I see a Rabbids fan. Um, anyway, yeah, I, I think the headline is... Salad Mike. Uh, nobody hated it. Nobody hated that game. <laughs> that game looked impressive. It was one of the most impressive Switch, looking, Switch games of, the pre of E3. It destroyed every... Like, ben, I think you were the one of the most skeptical about oh, this game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We're not saying, oh, it looks good for what it is. Mm -hmm. we're, just, we're just saying genuinely, wow, I can't wait for this awesome-looking video game. Yeah. That, so rarely does that happen. Mm -hmm. Can't wait to play this. Yeah, once that, that layer of skepticism in place, you you don't get to see this kind of joy come out of it so often, and it's it's a beautiful moment. Yeah. It's, a beaut it's why we're alive. Just just to interject myself, Please. being <laughs> a pretty skeptical person yeah. about a lot, a lot of games, mm -hmm. I went from so hard out, yeah. like the hardest out I've ever been, mm -hmm. to like... Real in in like forty seconds. Yeah, I was just like, whoa. 
It might be <laughs> one impressive. of the rare nine purchases of the Easy Allies. Yeah, oh, for no, sure. It was, it was so fun when it's it's the new Bloodborne. Nine out of nine. It's the new Bloodborne. It yeah. was so fun when it first came on, and and it was like silence yeah. in the room for a few seconds, and then Kyle's just like, this looks good. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It looks good. Uh, next, we got to talk about Sony. Uh, Sony, again, had a press conference much like last year. It was theatrical uh, in a very different manner. No orchestra this year. Instead, theater tricks. Filthy theater tricks. Uh, let's talk about their headlines, though. Who cares? That was stupid. They had people hanging upside down. Because at one point in the Days Gone demo, there were people hanging upside down. And somebody watched that Days Gone trailer thinking, oh, oh, this is good. Taking notes. What can I do weird in the theater? Oh, I'll take this one part. Hung human beings upside down. Just for the show of it. It was more strange because they never went back to that gimmick. Yeah. Like, I expected more people to come out, more performers to kind of perform to the games being right. shown but it was like never again one dude hanging I, down I think that's, it. Never I think that's again. it that's yeah. the whole thing is, yeah. if, is if they had come out after that and had like a silent days gone stage performance yeah. and like you really went there yes. okay mm-hmm. and this well, this according, just according to Jones there was a lot more that like you just couldn't see but there weren't people uh, no, yeah. no 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 there were no more people for the rest True, of the conference yeah. Sean Layden was the only person on the stage at from that point forward which was early in the press conference mm-hmm. yeah weird uh needlessly weird uh but let's talk about the big headlines the big announcements here's one uh there's a game called monster hunter world yes coming to the playstation 4 the xbox one and the pc in early 2018 what's monster hunter world ben monster hunter world is they've come out and said that this is the next main entry in the monster hunter series Mm -hmm. and they're taking it in a different direction it looks different. It feels different. You have a grappling hook. You're going around the world. And as I was watching that trailer, this is this is what I want to convey about Monster Hunter World. Yeah. As I was watching this trailer, I was just like, yes, yes, yes. This is this is what I want. This is taking something that I love and twisting it in a new and interesting direction. But then you have the Capcom effect. And the Capcom effect is this looks cool, but I don't trust it. Whoa. Why not? What? Because because of cap all right it's it's hard to do this on a podcast i feel like no matter what i say it's going to sound too far in whatever direction i want but i love capcom Mm -hmm. capcom has made some of my favorite franchises of all time street fighter devil may cry street fighter mega man Mm -hmm. monster hunter yeah resident evil Mm mm-hmm they have also messed up almost all of these at some point or another. <laughs> for me, I'm not speaking for the mm-hmm. world. Yeah. I'm saying for me. Yeah. Resident Evil's messed up where, for a second. Where these, these things that you love mean so much to you. Yeah. And you, you put your heart out there and you say, I want it to be good, and then it gets crushed. This has happened to me with yeah. different Capcom franchises. Give me cry too. And <laughs> you read that rumor and you hear, you worry that its objective is more important than the game than the vision you worry that let's make this appeal to people matters more than no we had a really good idea yeah and not only that just sony wanted a deal sony wanted the next monster monster hunter to be on their console sorry portables we got this franchise now is basically the rumor of why this game exists but there is a thread of optimism here okay that isn't usually present okay is 
intermittent details have come out mm-hmm. where people are saying, no, we get it. This is a real Monster Hunter game. The team behind Monster Hunter 4 is behind this. That was a very good Monster Hunter game. Uh, all 14 weapons are in it, which I did not expect at all. I thought if they were going to streamline it, they were going to remove, remove some weapons. And ben, so- what does all 14 weapons mean? Does somebody... Does, like? That's the only. This is the only franchise you could say all fourteen weapons. Right, are and in. have that matter in yeah, a meaningful yeah, yeah, way. Exactly, right. Yeah. So, so Monster Hunter, you are your weapon. Your your weapon is not just. It's like your class, basically. Right. Right. It's not okay. just. It's not something you you just do and then go out and it happens. Right. Mm-hmm. When you pick a weapon, it's like okay, I'm committing to understanding this. I'm committing to spending time with this. I'm committed to learning its intricacies. Like weapons are the in some ways the identity of Monster Hunter, and. To people who watched that trailer, they were like, "Okay, I'm only seeing the greatsword. Is there, or and then like that rapid fire bow gun? Is there more there? Is the hunting horn there? I, I saw somebody say, "I've been use, I'm using a hunting horn since you know four games ago, and I love the hunting horn. Right, okay. right. But that's okay. what I'm saying. That's what Monster Hunter is like. Mm-hmm. That you might hear it if you don't play these games, you don't understand. But to that person, not having the hunting horn in there is a is a slight, like." Them saying, no, all of the weapons are in here. This is a real deal Monster Hunter game. Getting out there and believing it. Like, I... It's hard. It's It sucks being on this podcast at this particular day because yeah. uh, a couple days from now, I'm going and I'm seeing Monster Hunter sure. World. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, but... we're talking about what was presented. What's I'm going to give you yeah. some more optimism. Another take. Right. A hot take. Give us a hot a take, take. On Monster Hunter World. So, man, I love you. Okay. I wish... I, I love you. I wish I could just always please you because... You know, you're so passionate about video games. You do. There's so many there's so many video games though that you come to me and you're like, Hubert, you would love this. And I'm like, man, I'm still like trying to watch this episode of Gotham or like you know, I'm trying to go through Persona or something like Ben, I just for real, like I just don't have time. Yeah. And like you've always come to me, you've always been like, dude, Huber, Monster Hunter, Monster yeah. Hunter. And I'm like, yeah, like handhelds, I'm not like super into them. I'm still trying to beat all these other games. <laughs> this game will be my entry into Monster Hunter, and I think a lot of think other lot of people go. as well, yeah. too. Absolutely. So that's got to count for something. Count it does something. count for something, yeah. but, but that's the thing, is I want more people to understand the magic of this series, mm-hmm. and when that happens, you, you want it to be done right. Yeah. Uh, and I, it's hard, because I, I think a large part of it is you talk about streamlining things, but what makes Monster Hunter so much fun is, like, the reason I want to play with you is I want to go into that fight and you to not have a sense of what you're doing because that's really, to me, yeah. when Monster Hunter is at its absolute best. When you're facing down this giant beast and you're not exactly sure what to do, and I think that lack of instruction creates a very real sense of panic, and once you remove yourself from it a little bit, you realize, oh, panic is fun. I don't feel enough panic in video games. Mm-hmm. I am not... It's, it's okay to not know. It's okay to be unsure. It's okay to be afraid. It's okay to be intimidated, right? Like It's okay to not be the best pilot in the right, world. Right, right. You don't have to have it all, man. Yeah, and that, like, Team that's, motorsports. Yeah. that's the thing, is I, there's so much about Monster Hunter that I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm not an expert. I'm a complete scrub when it comes to Monster Hunter, and I still love it because I think the very best video games can make you feel good even when you're at your absolute worst. Boom. Wow. Count me in, Ben. 
I'll be on Please, front lines. I need you. I'll be there with a battle axe. Okay. Here's, here's the <laughs> switch axe. Uh, switch yeah. axe. Quick yep. update. Uh, chat also loves Ben. Great. Yes. Do they want to please him? Yes. Okay. Great. No, I, I, I need Huber. I need Huber there. You know, I need. You talk about you talking about like approaching the, the monsters in a different way. You know, every single monster, whatever no. it is, I'm just charging I've, him. I've dreamt with this. The I've had a dream about this. I had a dream. Okay, tell us about this okay. dream. Tell us we about this. We were playing Monster Hunter Generations on the 3D. We were playing Monster Hunter. We were playing Monster Hunter Generations on the 3DS, and I was so excited because you said, "Hey, Ben, I don't have anything to do today. I'm going to join you on a Monster Hunter stream." And we get there and we're talking and you're like, oh, cool, these are the food buffs and stuff. <laughs> and we're going in, we're like, okay, this is this is the monster that we're hunting here. I don't remember what specific monster we were hunting, but we're going and I'm ex trying to like explain it. And you're like, and you yell, this is what you yell, I've mounted it. <laughs> and I didn't even realize that you would engage the beast. I've mounted it. Can you mount the beast? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. So the dream wasn't completely unrealistic. No, I, there's a lot of the details. There's a lot of details missing from that, but yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, I like how much time we spent on that. Let's just not Sorry. bother talking about Sorry. Shadow of the Colossus remaster. Like, why? Remake. Damiani, why should we care about a remake of Shadow of the Colossus? It's cool if you're not excited about it, Kyle. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty excited about it. What's the studio working on this? Oh, uh, Bluepoint? Yeah, yes. They uh, are being rewarded for their efforts right. because Blue Point is best in the biz. Best in the biz. That remasters. The they have Sony paid was their like, dudes. They paid their Sony dudes. was like, yeah. listen, yeah. just released the Last Guardian. People are, are high on this series again. Mm -hmm. These games. Shadow of the Colossus is pretty much universally agreed to be the best one of the three of Oedas games. Okay. In like it's the one that's constantly cited. Yeah. Right. As art in video games. Yeah. We Roger did. We, we did an HD collection a few years ago, but that's not enough. It wasn't enough. This game deserves more. Yeah, deserves to get the treatment of a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. A masterpiece. A masterpiece. Roger Ebert one day said that video games can never be art, and years later he saw Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, and he was like. I'm ashamed of my words and deeds. I don't think that's how that went. Direct down. quote. That's true. That's a true story. Direct quote. True story. Paraphrasing. Paraphrasing there just a little bit. Look it up. Look it up. And, There's no and, correction and, necessary. And that was, was exactly what I said. Oh Kojima was quoting him. We yeah. are going to get to make Shadow the Colossus pretty much from the ground up. New models. New yep. textures. So, we are so highly anticipating this because of... How good of a game it was mm -hmm. and will be. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't even let you hear any of the music, but a few notes. Like you don't. Oh even, no, I think you, it went there. You don't the even end. know what we're doing with the music of this game. It's gonna be so amazing. I don't like, know. Now I feel like you're really stretching that. We heard, and, and they still have not said. No, it was like a different. It they was peppered different. It, in. it was no. It's the same song, but it was played right. a different way. Yeah. It was like a nice subtle hint of, yo. Changes are coming in it this game. It was a peppering. Re remake, yeah. not a remaster, yeah. baby. A remake. So a remake of Remakes. Shadow of the Colossus. In 2018. Yep. Which means they have a lot of time to put in those cut colossi. Will yeah. this? Those yeah. extra. So, has got a so the only thing Kyle. is. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I. So, keep going. Real quick. Uh, the only fear that some really like dedicated fans who love Shadow of the Colossus <laughs> to death. 
is that adding more Colossi might ruin the pacing of the game. They think the pacing is so perfect in the game, mm. they don't know how adding in new content will will do to that. Yes. Like it's just it's like maybe it's just le- touching the visuals, cool. Adding in new content that might be crossing the line for this game because Weta did what he did. But at the same time, people were like, he had to cut them because of the restrictions and time constraints. Mm -hmm. He really wanted, he had a bigger vision for that game. So the thing is, is Ueda have any say on this? Yeah, and I would love to hear about that. You know what I'd love? It's like, we're talking about movies. You Mm -hmm. do deleted scenes. And like separate oh, like in the options, mode? you go in the options. Sure. Deleted scenes. That's both worlds. And oh it's, my god! Yeah. And yeah. they add like a new area. It's like uh-huh. yeah, yeah, you beat the original game. Mm-hmm. Now go check out check oh. out this other extra stuff they got cut. Huber's <laughs> hires director. <laughs> I do want to say I think they've taken some liberties with the visuals. I think oh, yeah, the, I think the they? first game had a visual style that is not present in this. What? It, yeah, I think that it's got its own take on on the way this game should look, and so uh, it's interesting. I don't know. To me, it looked like it was just the game with. If it was made now with the current like current game engines on PS4, but with the same vision, it would look like that. Everything about Kyle, it looks Kyle, different from the last Guardian. Kyle, I get what you're saying because yeah. Resident Evil 2 to me looks perfect, mm-hmm. even though it's PS1, it's still you know yeah muddy and stuff like you know no, no matter how it looks, it's gonna look different. Wait, yeah, no, this is yes. Mm-hmm. How do you, Hubert? I'm going to say something that's going to upset you, I oh, think. Oh, no. Uh-oh. How do you do Resident Evil 2 Remake in a way that doesn't upset you? Because, I don't know. Because I remember... He doesn't know. Metal Gear Solid know. 1 is my favorite game of all time. Yeah, it is the game that means snakes. the most to me in the world. Yeah. And it's it's hard because if it, when I remove myself from it, I think there are good things in Twin Snakes. I don't mm. think Twin Snakes is a bad video game in the most literal sense. Yeah. But I hate it. I know. I hate it. Yeah, because Metal Gear Solid 1 looks perfect. But it's it's not just that. It's not just about looks. Visuals, it's not yeah. just about how it looks. It's, it's about how feel. it feels. It's when you yeah. change those cutscenes and you're like, oh, yeah. we could add some Matrix that's, shit. And you're like, yeah. no! Yeah, yeah. No! Yeah. Th- yeah, that's more no! the concern I have with mm-hmm. Shadow of the Colossus. They added anything. It's yeah. going to feel there. Yeah, like, be visually, but yeah, like, you're talking about the visual update. Like, But you know, do you, yeah. know what, do you know what the difference is? Do you know why Resident Evil Remake is one of the greatest video games of all time? Not just remakes. Shinji Mikami. Because... It, it felt like a game that was like, no, we took another pass at this. Yeah. This yeah. is the exact same thing. The essence. But the the vision... soul. Yeah. The and, soul And so, Damiani, I don't know if I'm positive the soul's in the game, but we'll see. We'll see. There's more to see. It was a pretty short trailer. Those colossi. Uh, I want to talk about some announcements that came before the press conference. We were kind of talking oh, about yeah. these. And this one, I think, is actually kind of cool. Uh, but I'll talk about this concept first of PlayLink. So this is a new thing that Sony has going on for it. It's basically the way that the Jackbox Party Pack games work, where you can anybody in the room can use their cell phones as a controller. I'm so bummed. Yeah. Yep. And so we saw several games announced within this PlayLink uh, uh, umbrella, but the one I think is the biggest deal is called Hidden Agenda, which is from Supermassive, who uh, made Until Dawn. Mm-hmm. And so this is basically a, a successor to Until Dawn, a game uh, uh, Hidden Agenda. And... Everybody in the room can help make choices, and sometimes it has to be unanimous. I like that. I like that you can make your votes. I like that different people can choose different things. For Until Dawn, what that game was, the, the multiple paths, people can die, and the story continues, this horror game. Uh, this seems more like a thriller. Uh, the idea of everybody everybody in the room using their cell phones. Uh, we know they, they got a panel tomorrow. Okay, another hot take, another hot tip. Uh hey. 
Jeff Keighley and Hideo Kojima took a photograph together. Cyber. <laughs> Jeff Keighley tweeted it. At least Cyberpunk. Keighley tweets are news, Kyle. All right. Okay. Every every Keighley tweet is a news. Yeah. It's all okay. calculated. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, they got a panel tomorrow. If that's news to you, if that tweet was news to you, chat, look forward to that panel tomorrow where there'll actually be news. Uh, <laughs> there was no news in that. <laughs> Kyle's, Kyle's, Kyle's upset. That is a cardinal sin. <laughs> yeah. Got him. Also, uh, I, I'll have you know that when you type the word Keely into Google, the next word is news. Whoa. Keely news yeah, is I a thing. Keely news is a thing. Keely News! <gasps> Keely News! Uh, what else is there, Cal? Oh, well, anyway, I think a hidden agenda is worth talking about. I think that that's the game to sell this, and it's actually really, like, Until Dawn was a big deal. And the sequel, I don't, it's not a sequel, obviously, successor to it has uh, been announced, and it doesn't feel like it was announced, a, a weird announcement to stuff before the press conference uh, behind this technology. I think it could be a big deal. I think it could be very fun. I don't know if that was demonstrated, and the I hope it. The impatient also is... VR. Yeah, Kyle, this this is and a tangent. Oh. I realize that we have gone on a little bit too long with certain yep. things, and I apologize. Yeah. But uh, there's something about Until Dawn that's frustrating to me, mm-hmm. and I think I think Until Dawn is a pretty great video game, and I don't think the clamor for a new one is there in the same way because of the genre that it is. Sure. And that sucks. Yeah. That's all I wanted to say. Uh, beyond that, we have Knowledge is Power, with, which is some trivia game you play with your phones. Frantics, bluff, battle, negotiate, and cooperate your way to victory. Didn't even know how to summarize that. Uh, Sting, Sing Star Celebration, you're using your phones as your microphone. And that's you, which is some kind of selfie game. And Skyrim. No, we're talking about the cell phone games. We're talking I'm about Playlink. That's you. I missed that one. So you want to talk about VR games? Skyrim will be on the phone soon enough. Yeah, you're yeah. right. It's gonna be on the phone. So there's also they also made some VR announcements, which again I'm gonna blow through these. We don't need to Skyrim. But no, Impatient is really relevant because it is a prequel to Until Dawn. Okay, cool. So the they're, next they're iOS like blowing update. this universe up. That's confirmed. You two yeah. style. Yeah. Men That's Dead. cool, dude. Yes. Wait, That's nice. cool. Style? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the next 1950s. In the, in the next iOS update, you two yep. style. When you when you update iOS, Skyrim will be on your phone. Yeah. Every single phone. No. We really just wanted to share this. That we're we're doing this for you. No. Uh, it's in the palm of your hand. It's in the palm no. of your hand. Skyrim. No. So ambition. This this just this says to me that the Until Dawn universe yeah, means is becoming a thing. Yeah. So uh, Impatient is a VR game developed by Supermassive. Yeah. Uh, they're also developing Bravo Team, so that's three new game announcements oh, yeah, from that, Supermassive. Here, two yeah. of them VR. Uh, also on VR, Star Child from Game Front, mm. uh, the GameStop-owned yeah. uh, studio. Uh, Final Fantasy 15, Monsters of the Deep. <laughs> Uh, mo- that sounds cool, right? Final Fantasy 15, Monsters of the Deep. Yeah, this oh, is like, am I going to go fight Krakens yeah. and Hydra? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's going to be cool. Expansion? What is the- in yeah. VR, that sounds yeah. so cool. It is strictly a fishing game. <laughs> strictly, a- which is so, it's so silly and fun. I actually really like what the idea of a like Final Fantasy fish 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 fishing game. giant, like sea monster, though. It's not happening, though. I hope you accidentally fish up, like, one of your buds. Like, oh, Gladio's on the line. Yeah, it's like, Prompto comes out. Wait, what's the, the, is it Leviathan, the water one? Yeah, that's mine. What if you fish up Leviathan? Would you guys no, support? that'd be hilarious. I was gonna bring up something else, but it'd be a spoiler. So yeah, no spoilers. No Don't you do that. You know, <laughs> I, something else out you know there. I'm gonna play that game. Uh, and then, yeah, as Huber stated, Skyrim in its entirety is going to be a PSVR game. So the lines at E3 for this, like 90 plus minutes. People, for Skyrim? People itching. Yeah. Wow. Itching that's to hop amazing. back in. Yeah, best RPG of all time. That's, Why would, that's amazing. Can you, can you imagine playing the best RPG of all time in VR? 
It's Throw like a, a dream. When I think of that, when I think of playing the best RPG of all time in VR, that's incredible. There and is. so that's why I try to think of this being a big deal I to mean, some people. Cross slash you know? would be pretty cool in VR. So what is cross? What is that? Cross slash. What is that? Have you ever played a game <laughs> called Chrono Trigger? Excellent. Oh, okay. It's like one of your special moves. Okay. All right. Anyway. Um. <laughs> That's, I, don't I don't know if you're trolling or you're yeah. thinking you get me mad. He's always trolling. You being <laughs> always. I don't know. So that's it for Sony. I don't want to take the bait. I think normally we have some big bombs to drop after an ETH. We were talking about a Sony press conference. Not too many big bombs. That was it. The that whole was presser a, was a bomb. Those oh. are the headlines. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so now let's talk about Nintendo, who had some big do, do, bombs. Do, 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 do. What's my headline as editorial director? You know what it is? What? I'm the editorial director of a newspaper. Uh... In my fantasy. Samus uh, Returns. Yes. Thank you, Hubert. Which was not in the actual spotlights. That's just okay. We're just talking about the headlines. Yeah. Samus Returns. Metroid, Pokemon, yeah. Mario. That's my headline? Yeah. Question mark, question mark, period. <laughs> Double Metroid. So, yeah. Double Metroid. So here's what happened. If you didn't hear any of this, sometimes, yeah, you are hearing this for the first time. Two new Metroid games were announced. Uh, Metroid Return of Samus is a remake. That one's a pretty straight-up remake of Metroid 2 Return of Samus, a Game Boy game. Yeah. It was pretty interesting to see. when we, I brought it up when we saw the unveiling. Yeah. But I went back and checked the reactions that people had. And over time, how the opinion changed about uh, Samus Returns. So please let me give you a little, a little yeah. more details before yeah, we go, go into ahead. this. It's a 3DS game. Yeah. It's, a, it's for the 3DS. Mercury Steam is a developer who previously developed the Mirror Castlevania meter, uh, Mirror of Fate. There's a f three more words before Mirrors of Fate. Uh, Lords of Shadow? Castlevania Lords, Lords of Shadow. Quick question, Mirror of Quick question. Did that eventually come to console? Yes. Uh, yes. 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 Oh, yeah. So this, this, yeah. Uh, this, this Metroid could be on Switch. That's my theory. Later on, like okay. a couple years down the line. Oh, I like that theory. Well, I will say Mercury Steam really loves the Switch. Yeah. We yeah. talked about Nintendo a lot while I was there. <laughs> little Bloodworth <laughs> scoop. Scoops. A little scoop. Little scoop. 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 Headline. Uh, Mercury Steam loves the Switch. What do you have, you? Spain-wise. Uh, a lot of concern that you, I mean, skipped over Undertale, which I understand you would Coming do, but uh, Spider-Man. What's the headline? I don't know. They're just very concerned that you didn't mention Spider-Man. Spider-Man gameplay. What's just say, just say Spider-Man. Okay, so here's the thing, everybody. I said this at the top. You may have just joined in. This is, we're just strictly talking about the news. The things that are different this week from last week. Uh, Spider-Man, I don't think is different this week from last week. We saw gameplay. Yeah. We that's saw gameplay. The, that's saw the miles. Yeah, yeah. But miles we saw Morales. gameplay a lot of things. Saw miles. Spidey. Miles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Miles Morales is in the game. So potentially two Spider-Mans, uh, just like the comic books. Co-op. Yep. Um, okay, so uh, Metroid Prime 4 was the second Metroid game announced. First one. Yeah, but oh, not sorry. in the podcast. I, I, get, you know? I get it. Uh, I'm sorry. We, I ruined we, it for you. No, it's I okay. No, no, it's, it's been ruined. Uh, <laughs> it's been. <laughs> I, got, I got a negative. So, when you managed to get to it. Alright, so Metroid Prime 4. Hold on. When we managed to get to it, Blood's got a nugget. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just letting you recover from okay. your life. Alright. But Blood fire the nugget away, but not until it's time. Damiani continue. Metroid yeah. Prime Metroid 4. Metroid Prime 4, announced. guys. Yeah. We saw a title, and then what? No developer? Just, just, yeah, developer? It's in development now. In development now? So it's gotta be it's gotta be retro, we heard right? The, we it's gotta be retro. Yeah, right, retro, right? They made all the other re the Metroid Prime games. Yeah, like what what else would you who else would do this? 
You know who else would do this? Who would do it, Kyle? A talented new development team. However, it's not. Don't completely be no, discouraged. I'm, I'm excited because producer Kensuke Tanabe, who is a legend, who is a legend of Metroid Prime games. He's he's been a not producer. Not just Metroid Prime. He huh. is a legend at Nintendo. Really? Guy knows what he's doing. Really? Totally knows what he's doing. You know what? No, want to know one of his games? I only know the Metroid Prime ones. What he else? Did, uh, this is not a joke, but like. He was responsible for bringing a lot of those third, uh, second-party publishers into Nintendo, like the Western developers, starting with the GameCube days. Mm-hmm. He was the one who helped foster those relationships. Before that, he worked on like Zelda series. Like he yeah. was worked alongside alongside Koizumi to help make Link's Awakening what it is. Mm. Like you really love the Kyle. The guy oh, has yeah, a. That's, r- that's yeah. kind of why there's the light and dark. Is this Echoes. the nugget? No, the, the you're not ready for the nugget. <laughs> you're not ready for the nugget, Kyle. God damn it! Right. But <laughs> the guy knows how to manage projects, and he knows. Sure. I trust he knows talent. Yeah. So I, the fact that he's overseeing this project mm-hmm. gives me a lot of faith about the team that's being put together for it. I just cannot wait to see something about this game. Though now it's like, oh my gosh, like. Need to see something about this. But yeah, we need more than a title, and it'll uh, be no. a while. I, I, all you need is a title. So here, you're, you're just happy you to feel heard, yeah. right? Yes. That, that's what the announcement I think was. Of just the title Metroid Prime Four. I think yes, that was acknowledgement. Yeah, because yeah. you know we take it for granted that oh, we're it's Nintendo. One day we will get a Metroid. I feel like two <laughs> yeah. years ago, three years ago, a year ago. This was not a certainty. It never was. You yeah. know, you can't just assume we're gonna get a yeah. Metroid. No, game because I assumed Nintendo Prime keep... was dead. I assumed yeah, Metroid Prime was dead. It's like, are we dead. ever gonna get a Metroid? And yeah. and then now it's like, yes, you're getting Metroid Prime Four. Mm-hmm. We hear you. We see you. We, a... we are at a point where it is only a question of faith. Yeah. You it's only it... a matter of time. And now. we are seeing both ends. People too easily forget, man. You make a good point there, Huber. Like even before the last few years, the giant gap between. Getting Prime and everything before it was like huge. Like people, it skipped the entirety of Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, and people were like we might never get them. They couldn't figure yeah. out who, every other series figured out how to be on sixty four and three D. Yeah, they can't figure it out. They well, we're never getting Metroid again. No, you know, it's done. When they announced Metroid Federation for us, I would argue we wanted Metroid just as much then as we do now. We survived and we're here. We're here. Federation Force. Yes, I played a bunch of Federation Force. <laughs> I'd be like. Oh. Was it actually good? I like where it starts. It eventually becomes this game that's annoying to play if you're not playing multiplayer. Okay. It becomes intentionally annoying uh, okay. to you if you're not, like, it's, like, got missions that are, like, you need three people, come on. And it's, like, I'm just one man. When you when you booted up that game and when you hit yeah. start and when you started that experience, were you able to completely separate the response to Federation Force to your playthrough of it. Yeah, because it's kind of cool. You're in first person and you're exploring. You're like blowing up walls and finding secrets. I think that takes a special kind of person. I'm a special kind of person. Where's the nugget? Okay, <laughs> I, I mean, I think, I think you've already seen this. Uh, but I, I pulled up the, the, the actual fact sheet. And it says, Metroid Prime 4, working title. Mm. So we have a name that's not actually the name. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think it's, we should it, expect it to be. It's in development yeah. for Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. A new game in the critically acclaimed Metroid Prime series is currently in development for the Nintendo Switch system. Metroid Prime 4 working title returns to the first-person adventure roots of the original Metroid Prime game and introduces a new storyline that ties together the events of the Metroid Prime universe and takes the storyline in new directions, Ooh. according to series producer Kensuke Tanabe. Tanabe is leading the project together with a talented new development team 
and they are hard at work bringing the action, isolation, and exploration of the Metroid Prime universe isolation. to life on Switch. Mm-hmm. All that. Now, this is where it gets funny. Okay, Features. Well. Metroid Prime 4 working title returns to the first-person adventure roots. Oh, it's like they just oh, the same uh, thing. They had two bullet points. Great. Um, uh, and then down down in the like box where like everything basically just says TBD, rating, painting, etc. Mm-hmm. It does say developer Nintendo. Great. So the team is within Nintendo one way or the other. I love it. And I, and I think it's that kind of thing where Nintendo needs to trust their new talent, their young talents. And so that's exciting. So I, that was a good nugget. I wish, I wish Chat's nuggets were as good as yours. <laughs> wow. Chat sees wow. Kojima and Keeley together. Like, he's got to see this. <laughs> Keeley news. Blood has nuggets. Blood's got nuggets. Chat has rocks. You got nothing. <laughs> Golden nuggets. Uh, let me talk about Kirby and Yoshi. Why both at the same time? Let's talk about Kirby first, I guess. Uh, Kirby is a 2018 game. Uh, Kirby, again, that's not the final title. It'll eventually be something more. Uh, it's a, the twist. Like Basically, it's the, Kirby does this a lot. Like hey, We're repeating all these assets, but we have a little twist on this one. And so they're actually they're the assets from the 3DS games, from Triple Deluxe, carried into this game. It obviously looks better. It's obviously lit better, but you know it's the same models. Um, this one has co-op. It's got four-player co-op, and you can do four-player co-op tricks and things. Yes. Okay. We got a yes. Triple Deluxe. I, I think we constantly, constantly yes. forget how good Kirby is. It is... I, I don't almost know any other series where it it, it happens this much. Mm-hmm. Where a game like Triple Deluxe comes out, we all play it, we all have mm-hmm. a great time, we're smiling ear to ear as we're playing through Triple Deluxe, yeah. and then we finish it and we get distracted by some new thing that that's a little bit bigger, some a little bit new flashier. Toy. Some hot tail. And we forget the apple cider warmth of Kirby. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then we see a new Kirby and we're like, that's cute i guess i'll play it robo bobot right and, and it's kirby it. kirby is a game that we only understand in the moment and i don't mm-hmm. know why mm-hmm. i don't know why it's yeah. upsetting kirby mm-hmm. is really good uh ben i love the franchise yes i played through that entire Robobot game i dug it big time still dig it that's a good game <laughs> yeah, so yeah. It's, it's, it's like you say it and you think to yourself is it really that good and then you go no yes it is yes uh i think with kirby with this switch game Again, it could be something greater, though. It's a game that I'm going to play through. I'm going to like big time. I know I can't convince Damiani to like it. I, I don't know about that, but I was just going <laughs> I mean, to add to like the comment on, on this. Like, I think the last time Kirby turned heads yeah. for like wow factor was NES. Epic Yarn. It was on the NES. No, the it was last Kirby, time. Epic okay, Yarn. Right. The Epic visual. Yarn. That had some wow factor. That was like right. something. No one had seen something like yeah. that before. Yeah. And everyone's like. On the NES. Come on. Yeah, Kyle's, Kyle's like a purist over Superstar. here. Superstar. No, Superstar Kirby. is Super, a wow factor. What yeah. are you doing? Superstar has got some I went too factor, far yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went too far back. I went too far back. He had a momentary yes. lapse there. 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Five years ago. Game Boy. No. That's fair though, Damiani. I don't think this. Yarn. Everyone's like, whoa, look at that. That's so good that like Yoshi copied it. Like, oh, we're just going to use that for Yoshi. She was so good. Yeah. Like, that was the last time I was, oh, no, come oh my on. Gosh, we got a new update. Uh, Kojima is hanging out with Sucker Punch, so that's a, new, that's a scoop. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Hideo Kojima is hanging out with developers from Sucker Punch. This could mean anything. Panel, how do we respond to this? Sucker Punch, what are they working on? What are they working on? Kojima knows. Hey, can we take a look at the food they were eating or the beers on their day? Yeah, might yeah, be let's a, enhance Might that. be a clue. There might be some what clues. Is, what think, are those I drinks? Think, I think right. this is the most concerning I thing. I think you could fit Death Stranding's letters on those glasses right so, there. Well, wait a minute. They this, were... Kojima doesn't waste movements 
or, or imagery. So what we saw every to, moment to in his life is yeah. thought to out and Everything scripted. is calculated. Their he thumbs and night. pinkies were extended and maybe you hang loose <laughs> yes. for hang a loose. demonstration. Oh, what does so it mean? So some kind of like hanging. It's a game about hanging. And here's the other no, thing. No, you need to build up stamina. He left us hanging. Wait till tomorrow for the next trailer. And here's the thing. We, we saw the chimp with the robot arm make the exact same gesture with his pinky and thumb. Oh Stop, what if Koji oh, Kojima did he work on that trailer? You think he may have worked what on the trailer. If it building mean bridges from Beyond Good and Evil to Sucker Punch. No. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Building yeah. the bridge. Uh, Kyle, the yeah. Potential actual nugget. I have very little knowledge of Kirby, but a few people have mentioned that combinable powers are back. Is that something cool? Uh, yeah, that's the, the co-op element. That's cool? Okay. It's, no, it's a gimmick. It's not something cool. It's not oh. the wow factor that Damiani was talking oh, about. Because, right. yeah, it is, it's a new thing, but Damiani's saying the last time the Kirby game wowed people was Epic Yarn. I think that's a fair comment, and I don't think this game will wow people. I think this game... But also, the Switch has this weird factor of introducing these things. A lot of people didn't play those 3DS games. A lot of people will play this Kirby game and think that this is all new and it might wow people. Uh, uh, some of the games is cool, man. No it might not wow people, yeah. but it's cool. Sure. Yeah, hmm? yeah, like Kirby Epic Yarn wowed me with visuals, but yeah. I still oh, yeah, yeah. enjoyed Triple Deluxe yeah. far more. Yeah, Triple than... Deluxe is a sick game. Yeah, wow factor we can be overstated. Both. Yeah, um, let's talk about another game with some wow factor, Yoshi. Oh, yeah. This is another 2018 Switch game. I feel uh, like we no, need jokes. Yeah, I feel like, we, I feel like we're not allowed to talk right without jokes. I, we can't talk I, about it in this garage. I think yeah. it's banned. At least they not bore us with... I'm sorry, it's in, that's a little extreme. At least they didn't draw it out by having the, the long developer. Remember when they did the... Uh, I Yoshi, liked that. When they had like the whole thing about knitting and I stuff? I loved it. But it was in the middle of their E3 thing. They yep. spent like 10... Not 10 minutes, like 5, 6 minutes on them talking about like knitting and yarning. This, and it's like... And this Yoshi game, Yoshi yeah. I want to play. Like, no, I want to play this game co-op with you, Damiani, <laughs> in like a hot summer day while drinking pina coladas. Whoa! Like this is a chill out game. So pina, specific. Pina coladas. Pina coladas. Just pina relaxing coladas? Yoshi. Like question. Hmm. When do you take a sip? After the first stage. Not until the first stage is complete. When you finish the first stage. Like right. Damiani reaches for it. And yep. if you missed a secret, you gotta go back. <laughs> you gotta go back. Uh, so here's, a, I should explain more about this. It is yarn, yeah. Yoshi's made of yarn again. Uh, uh, and the backdrop isn't necessarily in that fabric aesthetic. It's actually out of a cardboard thing, homemade materials. And actually in the deep background, you could see at one point, like an elementary school room and other interesting real world elements. Uh, so in a, in a weird way, Yoshi's become this little miniature kind of bouncing around a world. That contextualizing, I love. I'm actually really cool. It was the I, chillest I game that. I saw all E3. Sure. During Jones's rant, there was a conversation I had with myself. Okay. Uh, where he said, it looks so similar. And I was like, yes, he's right. But for me, I think I don't... For me personally, I don't think that yarn stuff is completely played out. I still think when I see... Yarn Yoshi running through that world when I see him throwing an egg at a cardboard house. Mm -hmm. It's not something I could point to from a bunch of other companies and go like, oh, okay, they're doing that now. I, I still think there's some intrinsic value in that idea. Yeah. I hear and I, I, think that, I think this might be the best execution of that yet. This game. When I'm okay with this. I don't Yoshi know why Jones game. hates this game. He hates it. Well, it's because there's an absence of other games that Jones yeah, would like yeah. to... 
yeah. play more. Uh, let's uh, talk about. Oh, do we have to talk about that? We do. That's that's an announcement. That's. I mean, I'm the editor. I gotta put a head- headline about this. Fit it in. Fit it in. So the Pokemon oh, Company president uh, Tsunekazu Ishihara confirmed that Game Freak has begun development on a Nintendo Switch exclusive core RPG Pokemon game. The wow. next Pokemon game uh, in the main series will be a Switch exclusive. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. I mean, Been but obviously there must be more, Kyle. You know, what was the what was the logo? Oh, um, uh, let me check. Seems like there's no logo. There's got to be a title, Nintendo right? Nintendo forgot to got to be a title, it. right? Yeah, yeah let me, let me look at the title. There's got to be a title, at least, man. Oh, okay. Check the f- press. So the, Blood's got a nugget, There's, no, least, there's right? no title. Let me see, actually. There's no title, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't keep it. But, uh, <laughs> it blew it there. We probably got, like, some starters, right? Probably they showed some Pokemon or something, right? Let me yeah. see. Let me see if they... Oh, no, they didn't show any Pokemon. Huh. So, wait. No, no logo. No. No title. Mm-mm. No images. Mm-mm. What did they show? Absolutely nothing, Damiani. Fine. Absolutely nothing. There this is, is not, fine. There is not a nugget. There is not a nugget. <laughs> nugget denied. We are getting no nuggets. <laughs> they ran out of nuggets, boys. Hey. For so. me, for me, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I obviously am not as committed and and ingrained into into Pokemon as you. Yeah. But I have been waiting a very 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 long time for them to put a proper pokemon game on a home console and again just saying that yeah was enough for me. it makes make you feel ex- better about your switch yes. make me exist yeah because you know what? i feel acknowledged nintendo why i think that's fair huber is last week they showed maybe more support for the 3ds than the switch with their franchise with pokemon mm-hmm. and they wanted to say we are moving to switch mm-hmm. you can feel good about buying a switch yeah yeah and and and, to, and the reason i'm also i'm not offended is because like Pokemon Sun and Moon just came out, you yeah. know. We're still fresh on that. Uh, if this, you know, if we hadn't seen a Pokemon game in years, and then they came out and they're like, "Hey, we're making one on Switch. We have nothing to yeah. show." Then, it, then I, it would be frustrating. I, yeah. But like mm-hmm. Sun and Moon just came out. Yeah. Well, so honestly, so. I, I think another reason why this isn't bothering me so much, and I feel even a little flimsy about this, is if this were the N sixty four days and we were starving for games mm-hmm. or. There are yeah. other Nintendo consoles that you can <laughs> yeah. point to where you're starting games. Like, look at the first year of the Switch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if you tell, if if I get to eat all of this goodness yeah. right now, and you're telling me someday, yeah. Ben, be please release game. your game in 2019. Let me, enhance, <laughs> let me enhance that first year of the Switch because we got a couple of release yeah, dates. Yeah, give me the hard facts to this this spiel. So on October 27th, 2017. We, human beings of planet Earth, will be able to play Super Mario Odyssey. Rip it up. Rip it up. Nice. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's a release date. It had a great trailer, but really the release date is in the news. It's coming in October. The Switch looks good this year. It's not all, though. It's not all. That's not the end of the year. We got more. Holiday 2017. Against all odds, we will also see the release of Xenoblade Chronicles 2. One more time. Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Just once more. Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Yes. There's still time to delay. (laughs) Damiani. Damiani. That actor strike. Oh, that actor strike. Oh, oh yeah. Doesn't, we were feeling doesn't, the pain. 
does does SAG after does that, does that apply to England? Can you like go escape it over there? Who go knows? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe it was in production before the the strike happens. Uh, probably was actually. This was probably production a while because it's actually coming out this in year, 2017. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what a surprise! What a year. Yeah, obviously release dates aren't normally news, but just to say, I think the Switch is having a really great first year. Uh, I think that reinforces that point. You're going to be able to say this sentence. This is a real sentence. You're going to be able to say this. It's not a joke. It's mm-hmm. not a dream. You're going to be able to say, well, I 100%ed Super Mario RS. Yeah, I guess I'll boot up you know, my Chronicles 2 now. <laughs> I guess I guess I'll pull that off the shelf. I guess it's time. Looking yeah. forward to that day. Got all those moons. <laughs> time to switch, I guess. That's it. That's all the headlines I got for the Nintendo press conference, and that ends our E3 news wrap-up. Wow. Well done, Kyle. That meaning has one more. One small, got... No, a small thing on a Nintendo huh. thing. What? I want to say, like, the way Huber reacted is how the shareholders reacted to the, that Pokemon announcement. How'd they react? Oh, they liked it. They liked it. <laughs> they, they didn't care about anything. Like, we don't really care about the details of the game except for one. You're putting it on the Switch. The applause from the shareholders <laughs> and the stock just went... Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. They got... Paid. They got paid. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Honestly, you Pokemon should, bring in home. It's a strong thing to tell your investors is this oh, yeah. successful product that is selling out. We're putting a Pokemon game on that. That money they bring. Look in. forward to 2018, baby. Keep investing. Yeah. It's a Pokemon, man. Yeah. Just make sure to put uh, Pokemon on the Switch. Got the uh, you know you get, get all those uh, handheld. Get on hand, the desk. Get all those handheld entries. Uh, you know uh, we got we got to move on to the Switch. It's the future. As our recap is complete, it is now time for love and respect. Love and respect. Uh, we are far beyond two hours. I think I'm just picking one. Uno. Oh, yeah. Uno. No, you gotta go two. Uno. Okay, Uno. Uno. I, I want to do this one, and then there's a second one that I'm genuinely, genuinely curious about. The problem is there were two that are really beefy, good comments. I'm gonna have to maybe save them for next week. Oh, uh, it's E3, man! Come on. You got it. You can do it. Um, Special edition, Kyle. No, I'm, I'm being a good moderator. We'll do it. We'll do it okay. this way. All right. Um, I like okay. it. I respect it. You're a professional. <laughs> uh, here we go. This comes to us from Cliff Boyd. What do you think we will? Um, sorry, when do you think we will see a price drop for the PS4 Pro? Michael Pachter predicted one would be announced at E3, but no dice. The trade-in at GameStop for a PS4 is $200 credit right now. If there had been even a $50 price drop from the current $399 price, I probably would have pulled the trigger. Now I guess I'll keep waiting. Hmm. Ooh, I did. Sorry, I missed one a new bit of news. There was a fifty dollars oh. price drop of the Xbox One S during the Xbox press conference. For one week. Quick prediction: hmm. there will be an Uncharted, Lost Legacy, and a Thief's End bundle. When that game comes out, there will be okay. a PlayStation Four Pro okay. bundle. All right, like four hundred four hundred dollars, but you mm-hmm. get Uncharted Four and the Lost Legacy uh, with a price drop announced at PSX. In December. Pro- proper price drop in December. That's I, a bad time I, for a price drop, I don't dude. know if they December? need to drop the right, November. price, period. Yeah. Before the holidays. Before the holidays, yeah. yeah. Before the holidays. I'm sorry, you don't think they need well, one? Why did it, well, for PS4 Pro? Yeah. No. Why? They announced Xbox X's price. Mm-hmm. They don't need to do anything. So, yeah, I think it is worth saying that I think this week is like their summer of fun sale. That... Uh, the the regular PS4 is on sale. It ha- has that same price cut that the Xbox One S has today. 
um, just for a week. A weird one sale week. You get that gold PS4. What a strange thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bunch of games are on sale. Um, it might be a coincidence it co- coincides with E3, but I doubt it. I don't know what their their strategy with that was. Um, All the kids like the uh, the gold weapon skins. Make sure your PlayStation's gold. <laughs> That's actually Huber. Look at this improviser over here. Huber's going to become the goof of the group, I think. <laughs> Blame chat. The humorist. Huber is going to become the humorist of Easy Allies. Uh, so I, I do think that's worth saying. But yeah, I do, as Damiani said, wonder if PS4 Pro needs a price cut with a $100 advantage over its nearest competitor. I, I, I don't see why they need to do anything. They just need to watch the sales after X I mean, comes out. Mm-hmm. Salt in the wound has been an effective Sony strategy this generation. Sure. So you could still see it coming. I you could I you could still see it coming and here's why I think you could still see it coming. I don't think many people truly decide. I think they they toy with the idea right now at E3, mm-hmm. but I don't think most people seriously put down an order for that console until a few weeks until it comes out. Yep. And until those games come out, until right. October, November. Right. You make that cut as fresh as possible. Mm-hmm. Fresh cut. And so, yeah, I, I actually, Ben, I agree with you. I think we will see a price cut this fall. Mm-hmm. I think, Damiani, you're right. They don't need it. But as temporary. Ben said. Will it be temporary or permanent? Yeah. I, bet, I bet it's one of those temporary that becomes permanent. Same with this PS4 like little weird bonus that they have right now. Um, you're right. They're market leader, but they can just. It's not about winning the market. It's about selling as much of your product as you can. It's about making it not even a consideration. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I, I think that that's that. Yeah, that was kind of fun. Huber, we don't talk about sales too much. Uh, do you think the PS4 Pro needs a price cut? You said when you think it would happen, which was December, November, mm-hmm. but do you think it needs one? I, I, like, I like doing it right before... Xbox One X comes out. <laughs> right before? Right. One week before for the fresh cut. Right. That's, fresh. That's too fresh. Yeah. That's too fresh. The the, fr- like the, then everybody knows exactly what you're doing. Right. Yeah. You, you do not. You, you, it's, it's, it's like stab in the belly while looking Microsoft in the eyes. You, like, do, you do not sully the blade until the enemy is within striking distance. Yes. Yes. Premeditated. So this is personal attack. We touched on this in the podcast, this next one. Uh, and uh, it actually, this is not the only instance of this comment popping up. And I'm actually like, curious about the answer. Why is Skyrim the new Borderlands for the Allies? With all love and respect, the title is coming to VR. Is That this title is coming to VR is the sort of app I've been waiting for. I'm now seriously considering getting a Vive for the eventual release because I think I have a game I could put serious time in and it's a world I'm always eager to be more immersed in, respectfully, Karaz. It's Why not. are we trashing on Skyrim? It, it's, it, is, it, it, is no, it is in no way the new Borderlands. Okay. All right. Just right in this moment, mm-hmm. we're ragging on it because it's a six-year-old game that was in three press conferences this year that is crazy yeah that's crazy and like people the the conferences too paid up they paid for six-year-old skyrim Mm -hmm. to have a moment yeah here's the thing about skyrim yeah okay when you when you play armchair analyst okay you go wow skyrim it's sold so much wow it's coming to these different platforms wow it's going to be on vr Yes, I understand that. I, there, there is some truth to that. That's not, that's not nothing. That's not, that, you can't completely scoff at that. But then I think to myself, and I think this is true for many people, boy, I've played Skyrim three times. Mm. That's it. 
Yeah. That's it. It's like I can't get excited about it because it's been so overexposed. Like, yes, I guess in the strictest sense it might be a smart move. Uh, but I think for so many people, there's been about as much noise as about Skyrim as we can possibly make. What is there to say about Skyrim anymore? Damiani, what's it? What is it, man? Why are you not enthusiastic about Skyrim right now? Amiibo. <laughs> what does that mean? Because actually, I didn't bring that up at this they whole time. Have, they're putting it on Switch, and it's getting Amiibo functionality where you put the Link Breath of the Wild Amiibo on there, and it unlocks Link's outfit and Master Sword in Skyrim. <laughs> and the, most pointless and annoying. That sounds really cool. No, it doesn't. That's I'm like, telling you right now, no, if you can put... It's, in, 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 if it was Elder Scrolls 6, mm -hmm. sure, cool. Yeah. Awesome promotion there. So Six-year-old game that Nintendo probably had to like sacrifice an arm and a leg mm -hmm. to get Bethesda even to look their way, too high of a price. That's not. That was not worth it. So the impression I get to encapsulate it is that it's not ill will toward the game necessarily. It's just no. a game that's been yeah. around yeah. for a we're long time. Yeah, we're not talking about the time. quality. We're not talking anything about the quality of the game. I, sure. I don't yeah. want our, our. I don't want our reactions to be misinterpreted. Mm -hmm. I think Skyrim is a good game. I love yeah. Skyrim. I think the Allies would say that collectively. We greatly enjoy love Skyrim. it. Yeah. I think when it was coming out, there was nothing but. But excitement. I remember mm. coming into work and yeah. talking like, man, what did you do? What did you find? Yeah. But you get to a point where you you run out of stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. You've run out of stuff with Skyrim. Mm -hmm. And it, it's also just not the greatest role-playing game of all time. That needs to be said. It's very good. <laughs> not the greatest. If you can put Bowser and Ganon, though, amiibos in, in Skyrim and they turn into, like, dragons. Yeah. Ganon we'll turns it. into a dragon? Like Like a... Dragon Bowser or Dragon Ganon? Well, it would be the Beast Ganon. Yeah, but like Skyrimed out. Skyrimed out. So he's got like yeah. wings. Okay. You know? I hope it's just... Now it we're looks, talking. Yeah. Now it's it, something we've never seen before. Exactly. Yeah. I hope then, it's just, I will, then I will play. I hope it's just cartoon Bowser with a David <laughs> What Nintendo should have been doing <laughs> is going harder after Overwatch. <laughs> Stop. Don't waste... Why? What are you talking about? <laughs> Oh, they're doing like stuff. Anyway, oh, but sure. Kyle, did you see what did you see what Blizzard said about Overwatch on Switch? Oh, oh no! I mean, I love that. Bad <laughs> face. Oh gosh. Uh, they said it is technically possible to get Overwatch to run on Switch. It will just take a lot of reworking. So they like they they're thinking about they're considering it, which means Nintendo talk to us like yeah. make us an offer. What do you, what do you how much is this worth to you? So if Skyrim Overwatch on Switch would be way way more beneficial for Nintendo yeah. than yeah. The, it makes. Sometimes I don't get it. I don't get what they're thinking. Maybe the price is too high from Blizzard. Maybe Blizzard wants no, some happen. exuberant amount of money, which is like okay, no, that's not worth it. it. It'll happen. It's only year one, man. It's only a few months. It's only been out a few months. Overwatch is coming. Uh, let's talk about bets. It's time for bets. Okay. How about one more? Uh, no. Nope. I mean, one more for the road. Really? Do you want one? I know Chad does. Hubert, you were getting antsy, man. It's like, oh, it's time to move on. No, wait. One more. <laughs> no, it's time to move on. One more. No, no, no. We, you got to talk about games tonight and everything. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, let's do bets. Next week's bet. This is going to be complicated. Uh, what's going to happen is I'm going to do the prompt. I'm going to have all of us come up with a number, and then we're going to have to say it on the count of three. I'm going to say one, two, three. Three. We all say our number at the same time, and right. then we each take a turn re-saying what our number is. But because we all said it at once, chat will know 
We'll check the tapes. Yeah. If you lied, if you changed your number, okay. we're coming after you. Write it in below. Coming after you hot. Your bet will be voided. You have to stream Skyrim VR mm. for three hours. Oh. Oh. Jones has to play the entirety of a Metroid game. Yeah. If any of us, if any of us cheat, Jones has to play through a... Uh, okay, so... <laughs> All right, here we go, boys. Um, ARMS is releasing this Friday. Oh. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Just a sprinkle of it. They remixed it. Uh, at this point next week, how many views will be on Nintendo's official YouTube upload of the ARMS Grand Finals? Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. How many views? Wait, this time next week. Mm-hmm. And to make this simple, let's just do the number before the comma. So if I was to say it's going to be 999,000 views, just say 999. This is a good game. Okay. So we're just doing the... Well, it could be a million something. It could be a million. So yeah, just say the exact number. Say the exact number of views that you want to think. Okay. Damiani, do you have your bet? Yep. Ben, do you have your bet? Yes. Hubert, do you have your bet? No. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. Okay, now I have my bet. One, two, three. 175,322. Okay, Damiani, what was your bet? 150,000. Is that 150K? Okay. Uh, 273,000. Huber. 375,000. I said 540,322. Let me lock those in. I think I said 375. Oh, boy. <laughs> Check the deck. Me too, Huber. Me too, dude. I, 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 I was like, did I say that? Yeah, I I say that? Me too, man. We should have written that down. Yeah. Uh, that we lost the cards. Anyway, uh, last week's bet. Ian, we're going to need you for this, actually. Uh, we're going right now to the top story. Please don't reveal yet. We're going to the top story. Uh, we're going to IGN.com, first of all. Uh, there's a section called Top Stories. We're going to the topmost top story. Okay. And we're going to see how many comments oh, are attached to it. In on this. Jones bet 250. Bloodworth bet 167. Mine is crazy. Huber bet 1100. <laughs> <laughs> I bet 510. IGN. And Don bet Shoot. 234. Shoot for the stars. <laughs> and so, Ian, you'll have to scroll down to find Top Stories. It is I on the front top page. Stories. The Top Story is called. Oh, hang on. Yeah, that's great. I found top stories. The yep. top story is called uh, Dota 2 Slit Breaker Campaign. Oh, that's bad. That's a bad sign. No way, baby. MOBA. Come on, uh, MOBA. Scrolling down to comments. It's like a, a pet. <laughs> Come on, MOBA. All right. Yeah. All right. So, okay. uh, so what's, the, what's the headline? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. The headline, it's only showing part of it for some reason here. Okay. But it says Dota 2 Slit Breaker Campaign. Uh-huh. Breaker. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and it was pu- published 18 minutes ago. That's the top, top story, yep. Uh, we have 13 people looking at this article and zero comments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. 1100 off. Oh, that's funny. Slip breaker. Oh, my. Uh, that means that Bloodworth wins the bets. <laughs> Woo! Uh, Ben, oh, wow. Wow. That was, Whoa. Very that, was <laughs> that is like mercenary faction unaffiliated with the purple platypi. Uh, yeah, so Ben, you'll be taking the point, but let's go let's go over the score. The purple platypi have eight points. <laughs> what? That was Hold the platypi? On. Hold on, there's huh? there's a room full of purple platypi. I really want you to try it all, all right. together. Three. Oh, I thought I was saying Jones's. Two. So purple platypi, eight points. <laughs> Red Eagles, 16. Ka-ka. 
You bastard. Double the points, baby. Can, can I uh, give some uh, perspective on the uh, arms thing? Give us a nugget. Yeah. Uh, so the Splatoon uh, invitationals that are up right now? Yeah. They're sitting between uh, 22,000 and... 37,000. Nothing brings him in like the finals. Oh boy. We got a whole week. We got a whole week, but We got a whole week. Um, okay, so uh, let me talk about Easy Allies and Patreon before we uh, hand off the microphone to Ben. Uh, Easy Allies is a group of people who love video games and make videos about video games. You may be watching this live right now, or you may be hearing this podcast recorded for the first time. And that's the thing. We do a lot of things. We do live streaming. We do we do podcasts, but we also do reviews. Uh, we do previews. We do... Uh, just streams about games we love and streams about the newest games and we stream together as a group and we stream individually and we do all of those things because we love video games and uh, the way that we do that is through patreon.com slash easy allies and that is how we're supported that's how we work that's how we still continue to function and that is because people through patreon support us monthly Uh, and uh, that is yeah that's how we exist that's how we operate and so that's a cool website to check out just to see how that might work and if you want to see the types of videos we do, the best way to do that uh, is to go to easyallies.com and to uh, check out our videos easily organized there. Check out our series, the kind of things we do. And also our schedule is posted there uh, with all times in your time zone. Love that. Whew. You know what's hilarious? Uh, <laughs> at, that, at that panel I was at earlier today about how to become a YouTube superstar, I was talking about everybody could just go to check out easyallies.com. Matt Pat goes, You have a website? <laughs> you lost. <laughs> I love he's it. He's like, I'm never inviting yeah. you back. He's, just, he's in this other stratosphere where, like, you have a website, man? That's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and so I said, just Google Easy Allies. And that's what I, yeah, just, you know what, everybody just Google Easy Allies. Uh, I love that. Um, yeah, but we don't have to have some crazy chart with a bunch of different colors on it to figure out what time our shows are on. Yeah, yeah. You lost. <laughs> so, Ben, because you won the bet this yeah. week. Oh, and by the way, I think, uh, Huber, you achieved your goal. Ben, you achieved your goal. Yeah. You were throwing a curveball. Damiani, you failed at your goal. Uh, Ben, you get the right. Damiani, like, spited his goal. Oh, yeah, he spited his goal. Um, uh, Ben, you get the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. You get to promote any Easy Allies video you would like to promote. You get the final word on anything you've disagreed with or simply want to reiterate throughout the entirety of this podcast, even the first half that you were not a part of. And... You get to sign off with your trademark sign-off. Question, clarification. Yeah. Does the final word have to be a point brought up in the podcast itself? Sometimes it's not. Sometimes if it's just off the dome, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Kyle, right. I just want to say you're a professional. I apologize for uh, <laughs> disrupting. <laughs> too late. This is far too late for that. <laughs> this is not a professional podcast. <laughs> Next week, it'll be professional again. There's some comments I definitely wanted to get into. We'll, we'll, we'll go even deeper next week. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching this. Sorry, and Ben. Uh, I'm Ben Moore. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's uh, at BenMoore035. Um, Huber, actually, leading to my final word, this is something I want to say. I think it's very important. Uh, it is not easy. It's not easy moderating a podcast. I know it looks easy sometimes, and we were a bunch of jokers tonight. We were... We tend to get unruly, but I think tonight we took that to an extreme degree. And Kyle Bossman uh, 
handled it like a champion and yes. did not break, <laughs> kept the show rolling, kept it fun, kept it entertaining for people. This is not a joke. This is not... <laughs> No, there's no sarcasm here. I think he deserves a round of applause for that, yeah. and I think it deserves to be recognized. Very good stuff. Uh, what's the last thing? Uh, you get to promote an Easy Allies video. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, I hadn't thought that far ahead. <laughs> okay. uh, here's what I want to promote. I want to yeah. promote the Easy Allies betting special. Whoa. Yeah, because, man, <laughs> the Easy Allies betting special... Made me realize I had that moment where I was like, I get to do this? Yeah. I get to dress up like a dinosaur and go and make just the worst E3 bets ever? This is my entire day? Uh, I think the Easy Allies E3 betting special captures the magic of Easy Allies. I think it, it captures why we love doing it so much. I think all of us are in that video, and I think it's worth a watch. Cool. And results show next week. Don't expect it soon. It'll be hard to produce, basically, is what I mean by that. Not like snooty, like, we're not working on it. It's just going to be hard to edit and everything and shoot. It's been acknowledged. And You've acknowledged it. Metroid Prime 4. And then, <laughs> Ben, uh, your trademark sign-off. It's, it's, it's always been pay-to-win, but I don't want it to be pay-to-win anymore. Whoa. New yeah. Era. It's like Chinese New Year. It's like E3 represents our new year. Right. It's a new year right, right I now. Don't, I'm yeah. not, I don't feel like that mm -hmm. right now. So what's, what do you feel like? What do you feel like? What's your new trademark sign-off? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, God. No. I know it's coming. He, do you know what it is? I know it's coming. Okay. I'm hotly anticipating okay. this. Okay. All right. A new trademark sign-off is a big deal. Akashic Records of Bastard Magic Instructor. Oh, 